football, and it went incomplete. We'll bring up second and 10 from the 31, looking to get out on the edge, the first uh, first play there, and we'll see what uh, Coach Reggie Melton has dialed up. This time they'll flip the strong side to the left side, that is the short side of the field. A little bit of confusion on uh, Ufala. Riley's going to move it up the middle. He started to go right, moves it up the middle, gets about two yards. It'll be third and long. Yeah, did a nice job of cutting it back in. That play was supposed to get outside. He saw that little bit of a lane and cut it back in. But you're right, the Ufala defense was not set when they snapped the ball. So a little bit of confusion out there. Edlin took advantage of it, picked up two yards on the play. Third and eight from the 33. We've just started. Rams' first possession here. Big Tiger Paul in the middle of the field here. You follow looks just like Clemson. They do. I mean, same, almost the same color and everything. Third and eight, two wide to the left. Batwell will hand to Riley. Riley won't find much. He'll fall forward for a yard, but that is all. Coach Melton playing a conservative there to begin the game. It'll force fourth and long and likely punt. Yeah, you're right. He didn't do a lot. He tried the first pass on that first down, a little swing pass, but ran it up the middle twice. Not a whole lot there in that front of that uh, defensive front for you follow. So it's going to have to loosen them up a little bit, it looks like, because they're going to stack it up and try to stop the run. Caleb Dozier back to punt for Headland. I think that's Zakai Steele back to field this punt inside his own 35. It's straight up. It's not far. It's straight up end over end. It's going to fall at about the you fall at 45. Take a good Headland bounce to the 35 inside to about the 33. So when it's all said and done, they punt it from the 34 almost to the other 34, and that's where you fall will take over. Yeah, you're right. It was straight up in there, but it was end over end. He got a good bounce. It bailed him out a little bit and uh, able to pin. You fall back down in their territory. All right, let's see what uh, the Tigers have dialed up here. Browning Anderson is your quarterback. They'll run one wide to the right, two to the left in the shotgun. There's a back next to him. Now they'll load the backfield with two backs. It's going to be a handoff right up the middle. There's a hole there, a big one, the 50, the 45, the 35, just straight up the middle, and it was a big hole. It goes Red Harris, Jr., and, I mean, he, he had a huge hole to run through. You're right. He had a big hole. He just ran right up the middle. Last week, he ran for 151 yards against Stan O'Bellmore, starting off tonight just like he left it off last week, averaging over five yards of carry. About a 30-yard run there. They're going to hurry. It's going to be uh, Harris again, and he's finding room to the 30, the 25. Inside, he makes it out to the right. He's at the five, and he's going to be dragged down into the two-yard line. Wow, Red Harris just finding running room. Yeah, great vision, Lance, by Harris as he got through that first wave, and then he cut it back to the outside. Did a nice job of picking his way down the field. Headland's going to have to figure some things out. Two big holes for Ufala to begin here. They'll go tempo again, two wide to the left, one to the right. Harris next to Anderson, first and goal from the two. It's going to be a counterplay, and he's going to walk into the end zone almost untouched. That is going to be a touchdown for Red Harris Jr. Three plays, 60, what, 67 yards, and Ufala is on the board. Yeah, they made it look easy. It looked like a hot knife going through butter with that yeah. running attack. But that's what they want to do. They rushed for 216 yards last week, so they want to run the football. No doubt. Well, Tell you what, uh, that that you fall offensive line just just pushed Hedlund back in that first uh, series, and things will definitely need to change if you follow uh, if uh, Hedlund is going to be in this game. Uh, X point is up, and it is good. 9:47 left to play in the first quarter. You follow seven Hedlund nothing. We'll take a one minute break. Be back with more first quarter action right here on the ball. 
Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. Are you craving seafood? You like fresh shrimp? We offer it grilled, fried, or blackened. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local Seafood and Grill, on the Square in Headland. We'll see you soon. You know, I once said the all-in-one salon ladies are kind of like fairy godmothers, and they are. But let's talk about how they're angels, too. When you see the same person for your hair over time, you get to know them. They get to know you, and they're with you in the good times and the not-so-good times. The all-in-one salon stylists are heaven-sent angels in disguise, and they're ready to be your salon. All-in-one salon, Highway 84 East in Cowards Crossing. Call and make an appointment today, 334-699-7809. Three plays for both teams, Mark Stewart, on the first possession for Eufaula and Headland. Two totally different outcomes. Headland three and out, and Eufaula three and score. That's right. It was an impressive drive, and got a little sense of urgency here on Headland's part. They don't want to chase this scoreboard all night against these Eufaula Tigers, so they need to get some, at least some first downs here and get a little bit of drive going and get some momentum. You betcha. Uh, that kickoff went from the 20. Uh, return from the 20 to the 32. That's almost where Headland started his first possession. We'll see if they can have a different outcome this time. This game's brought to you by the local seafood and grill at Headland, the newest seafood place in town. Wing Wednesdays, 50 cents a wing. A little bit of a pistol formation this time. They got an uncovered receiver out there. They didn't see it. It's just going to be a run up the middle. Uh, moving out to the right to gain about two, two and a half yards. I think that's Riley again. Uh, late to see it, and uh, they had that call, and I guess it was a little bit too late to change. Well, Dozier was out there, and he's uncovered. He's clapping his hands trying to get the quarterback's attention. But, you know, you've got to play calls. You can't just, you know, audible That's right. like that. So uh, they had a run play call, so they ran up the middle. Didn't get a whole lot out of it, but apparently they feel like they want to try to establish something with this running game. I think that was Sean Davis, actually, with the carry on that. That'll bring up second in a short Short eight, long seven from the 34. Batwell looking to throw. He's being pressured. He's going to throw it short. Should have been uh, dropped, but it was actually yeah. caught for a two-yard loss. That'll get it back to the line of scrimmage. I think that was McKenzie, and uh, he was, you know, when the ball's thrown to you, your reflex is to catch it. Exactly, and that's what he did. Had to go, right. yeah. If he would have just knocked it down, it would have been better off because Batwell's getting a lot of pressure. Hey, he yeah. just had to get rid of it. And uh, nothing they could do with even Mc- with McKenzie catching yeah. it. Yeah, McKenzie yards. had to go to his knees to catch that, so he wasn't going to go anywhere with that. So now that brings up there. I'll actually mark it at 31, third and 11. Here's Batwell. He's going to drop straight back. He's going to look to his right. He's going to throw to Dozier, and it's just a little bit off as it was a timing route. Dozier ran about eight yards, turned around, and it was just to his left. He couldn't haul it in. Incomplete. That'll bring up fourth and long. Yeah, two things. Dozier slipped when he came out of his yeah. cut. He didn't, wasn't able to get his body around, but he didn't have the first down either. Yeah. He was about four yards short. you got to run that to the sticks and try to see if you can pick up the first down. They may have just wanted to try to rely on Dozier's athleticism to get the extra yards, but you're right. He was about three yards short of the sticks when he turned around, and it's a high snap. Dozier's going to have to run. He picks it up at the three. He's going to fall down, and the, it's, it's going to be down at the two-yard line. The ball went over his head. Dozier had to track it down at the five. He was being uh, harassed by a couple of Eufaula Tigers. Wasn't going to get that kickoff at any rate. It's going to be marked at the three-yard line. Yeah, Lance, I'm not sure what's going on. The field's not wet, but he is slipping. He slipped on that route, and then when he got back there to get that snap over his head, 
he slipped trying to uh, make a play, I don't think he would have got away anyway. But uh, not sure if it's his cleats or what it is, but it sets up you fall certainly at the two-yard line. Yeah, they'll mark it at the two. It's first and goal at the two. Backs against the wall for Headland for sure. Rounding Anderson is your quarterback. Red Harris is the back in the backfield with him. They're going to run that counterplay again. This time Harris is met at the line of scrimmage, and he's driven back, and whistle is blown. No gain there. Uh, now there's some uh, extracurricular activity in the end zone, and that one might be on the Rams, Mark. Yeah, it could be. Uh, that will erase – if it's on the Rams, it will erase their first good defensive play of the game. Yeah, you, got, you got to be smarter than that, especially when you got your opponent on your two-yard line. You can't, can't give them extra plays down there. We'll see what the official call is. It's white hats out there. It's a dead ball. It is a personal foul uh, on uh, on Edlin. So they'll mark that off half the distance to the goal line, which can only take it to the one, and that's where the ball is. But they get the down over two, and they had lost on first down. There's some action after the whistle in the end zone, and the flag went up. And now they're going to run what looks like a T formation almost. And uh, a lot of movement, and I think, uh, did Hedlund jump off sides? It was an odd formation, and uh, you're right. They, they got down, and they shifted out of it. It almost looked like a, on you fall, yeah, I think. It almost looked like a T formation in Browning, the quarterback. They're going to call it uh, false start? Yep, yeah, I think False they are. start in the offense. It did look like the end over here on this right side moved. He was yeah. covered over there, so he couldn't. He was not a receiver. They shifted out of that T formation when they did. There was movement on the line. And so instead of first and goal at the one, it's first and goal at the six. You'll take what you can get if you're the Rams right now. Absolutely. Big break for them. Now they're, they run the same shift out of that. Quarterback goes out to his right. So this is going to be a straight snap to Harris. Harris is going to take it himself. And he's going to go into the end zone again. Touchdown. He just ran right off the right side and didn't get contacted until yeah. about the goal line. 13 to nothing pending this extra point. 7.46 left in here in this first quarter. But you're right. It was a wildcat formation. He just came to the right side. Dozier was there but didn't get with him until he got to the goal line and he fell into the end zone for the touchdown. So far, uh, what is being called here by the Tigers is working. Of course, when you have a what will amount to a, a two-yard drive, well, you, you, you know you're you're going to get a score. That's right. Sure. Lining up, Mr. Yeah. Clemson, <laughs> three times. <laughs> Extra point is up, and it is good. Seven forty-six left to go in the first quarter. You fall off. All over Headland early, 14 to nothing. We'll be back with more first quarter action in one minute right here on the ball. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Nice. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Here at Hyundai of Dothan, now is the best time to own your new vehicle. The inventory is back and the selection is growing. And the incentives are back too. For a limited time only, rates as low as 0% APR on new Santa Fe's and Tucson's with approved credit. Don't forget, we're the home of the lifetime warranty. So before you buy, give Hyundai a Dothan a try.
to Riley and uh, Conyers, and he'll take this at the 23, but he'll only get to the 25. They were they were trying to get the ball in Riley's hands, but you fall covered that kick well. It'll be first and 10 headland at the 25. Yeah, he doesn't kick it deep, Lance, but he kicks it real high, and they're able to get down there and cover. Got him at the 25-yard line. You know, Lance, with a little over four minutes going in this game, this drive here has got some urgency to it because you feel like this game is starting to slip away pretty quickly. Yeah, I think you got to settle your guys if you're Coach right. Melton and let them know there's a lot of football left to be played and try to put the first, uh, not quite half of the first quarter behind them, but you're right, they need to get the ball moving down the field. Tight formation for Headland here. It's going to be a handoff to Davis. He's got a hole, the 30, the 35. He'll Rumble to the 42-yard line. That's a first down. It's an all-in-one salon first down for the Headland Rams. That's good. They needed that. Yeah, that was Jackson Williams actually at the quarterback position as he's coming off, and he took. Oh, he's going to get the play. He took the direct snap, and it was just a uh, jet sweep little play, sweep out to the outside, and they found the hole. That's what they've been looking for. So first first down of the game, get a little momentum going here on this third drive. All-in-one salon and cowards. Great service. Fantastic results. Give them a call. 334-699-7809. First and 10 from the 42. Davis is get, that's the fake, and this time Williams is going to keep, and he's going to break a couple of tackles. He'll get to the 47, maybe the 48, give him about six yards, good first round, first down run. Yeah, did a nice job. He faked that handoff. It drew the defense to that side just a little bit, and he found a crease. Picks up six yards. Now they've got a little momentum going here on offense. Settle things down and get things going and stick to their game plan and do what they came in here to do. They'll stick with it. Uh, Sean Davis is the back in the backfield, and your quarterback is Jackson Williams. He's going to give it to Davis. Davis is going to be met in the backfield. He's going to lose about three yards back to the 45. That was, um, wow, that was uh, uh, Kiviante Pugh, I believe, was who yeah, met him. He got yeah. in the backfield, and they missed the block on him. Yeah. If they would have kicked him out, he probably had some running room, but uh, he just got back there and caused some chaos, and they were able to drop him down and lost yards on the play. That's going to make it about third and we'll, around seven for Headland. They'll need to get inside and fall a territory to the 48. We're at the... Midway mark of the first quarter, we'll probably get a heat break one way or the other after this play. Williams and Davis in the backfield, two wide to the right. Motion to the left. It's fake, fake on motion. Williams is being pressured in the backfield. He's running for his life. He dodges one. He tries to dodge two and throws it up. No, they're going to say he went out of bounds yeah, for a big down. loss of about nine yards there. And they'll mark it dead at the headland 36 and Williams didn't have anything. No, he didn't. He got a lot of pressure inside. It drove him to the outside. He scrambled here to his left. Couldn't get his body turned around to get anything on it, but he stepped out of bounds before he could throw it. They will have a heat break here as they prepare for this punt as Hedlund got the first down, got all the way to the 45-yard line. It's on 45, and then went backwards. And uh, Dozier will punt here in a minute. I'm sure they'll, they'll make sure about the snap this time as the last snap went over Dozier's head. And led to the second you saw a score. And Dozier's a tall kid, so it's hard to get it over <laughs> his head, but they did, and you're right. He's he's six four. It's um as we said, it's pleasant here, but we do have state mandated heat timeouts for the middle of each quarter, and I think that's gonna go through at least the next week. More than likely it'll yeah. go for uh, a while. You know how it is in South Alabama. Well, they're still getting these athletes in condition, playing games. Practicing one, is one thing, but when you go through a full game, it's a lot different. So uh, 
they just want to err on the side of safety and make sure they're giving them plenty of time to hydrate and rest during these games. And it's still, you know, pretty humid. It is very humid. Uh, and that's uh, that's the the main thing where you lose those fluids. The temperature is one thing. The humidity is really where you start losing those. We're brought to you in part by Melissa Elmore. State Farm Insurance Buckle Up with State Farm. Melissa Elmore and Headland will help you get your personal price plan. It is fast. It's easy. Give a call at 334-785-5590. So it it almost sounds like uh, Reggie Melton maybe had two plans coming into this game because we saw the traditional, what we saw last week with Eastern Boutwell quarterback, trying to maybe throw the ball around a little bit. Uh, that didn't go well. They brought Jackson Williams in for this drive, and they did get a first down. So we may see that again. Uh, it gives them an extra running back yeah. in the backfield of the quarterback position. You Technically, you don't account for the quarterback, so that gives you an advantage if he's a running back. But we'll see what they do. 14 to nothing. You follow leads headland midway through the first quarter. Dozier gets a good snap. This was uh, another high punt that doesn't go far. It's going to fall and bounce at the 46 and get another great headland roll inside the 30-yard line. It's going to finally die about the 28. Another great bounce. Yeah, got a good bounce. Headland. It was a tail dragger, and when it hit, it yeah. just popped it, and it came down. So uh, it doesn't matter if it goes in the air or if it rolls down there. It's still good. Betcha. All right, so we, we saw a little bit of sign of life in the headland offense. Now we're going to see some in the headland defense. The Tigers went 67 yards and three plays on its first drive. It only had to go two for the second drive, both resulting in scores. And we'll see what happens here first and 10 from the 28-yard line. We'll see what kind of adjustments they've made defensively. They've got the line of scrimmage stacked. They do. Two in the backfield, Anderson fakes, throws deep. One-on-one coverage. It is caught at the 30 and falls down at the 28-yard line from 128 to the other 28. That's Antron Mitchell. And uh, Browning Anderson, you follow quarterback, dropped that right yeah, in the hand. He really did. He got height on it, let him run under, and you're right. He dropped it right in the bread basket. One bad coverage. It was just a perfectly thrown football. They'll mark it. They'll say uh, – They'll say Antron fell at, uh, well, at the right there at the 28. So it's first and 10. You fall at the Headland 28. Just a great throw and catch. Two in the backfield. Next Anderson, two wide to the left. One to the right. They're blitzing. And uh, let's see, the play is blown dead. I, I wonder. Headland was offside, I believe. I think they tried to time the snap on that one. It may have been a step early. We'll see. It looks like that flag is on the Headland side. Nope. It's going to be on you, Paula. It is, yeah. yeah. Good good break for the Rams. That'll bring it back to the 33. It'll be first and 15. Hedlin is selling out on this run defense. They they're not putting anybody deep in that safety position. So they're telling the cornerbacks, you got them man-to-man. Tayshawn Davis had good coverage on Antron Mitchell there on that play. It was just it was put exactly where it needed to be by Browning Anderson. Here's Harris up the middle. Got the hole at the 30, the 25. Now there's a flag that may be coming back as well. Maybe it's usually in the territory of a hold. We'll see. Yeah, it looks like they're walking back, but you're right. A little delay, handoff in that backfield. Still had room to run, but when you're holding, that helps too. So uh, that'll bring it back. That should bring it back to somewhere around the 43-yard line. We'll see. And right now, Hedlund will take that that help on defense for these penalties. They'll put it to 44. So that makes it first and I think about 26. Three wide now to the left, one to the right, one back back there with 
Anderson. It is Harris. He's had a heck of a first quarter, 445 and counting. You follow leads. It's a blitz. It's caught by Harris out of the backfield to the 35. He breaks a tackle, falls to the 30. That's a gain of uh, 14 yards. Uh, that'll make it second and 12. So a big gain on first down and a good play. Yeah, well time passes. He caught, uh, passed it to him just as it came out of his break. Did a nice job of getting that field, and he's real shifty once he gets the football. They'll mark it at the 31. So it's second and 13. They'll flip the field as far as the, the wide receivers to the right. It's basically the same formation. It's going to be a quick pass out. 30, 27, maybe the 26-yard line. Good pursuit by Headland. That, that is a, really a slaughter that caught the ball. But uh, in there pursuing Jerry Grant for Headland, a couple others as well. That will bring up third and about eight. We're trying to loosen that Headland defense up a little bit, spread them out, make them cover the whole field. Big third down play here for Headland. Harris in the backfield along with Anderson. Now there's a whistle. I think it's timeout, Headland. Yeah, big play here. Uh, really big play. Headland wants to stay in this game and third and eight. Headland wants to make sure they've got all their bases covered here. Yeah, they got to do a good job of stopping this third down play because they'll go for it on fourth down if it's close. They're kind of in between you want to punt and kick a field goal, and I think they're going to want to go for it on take four downs to try to pick it up. I agree. The ball's resting between the 26 and the 25-yard line. They need to get to the 18 for a first down. So it is really too too close to punt. So it's looking at four-down territory, depending on what happens on this one. Probably looking at a run play on this first on this third down play. I would think you would see Harris see what he can pick up and then then go from there. Jarrell Jernigan, the former Troy player, you know, head coach here at Eufaula. That uh, second touchdown where Red Harris took the Wildcats nap, you could just see Jarrell Jernigan Good. about 20 years ago. Good. Absolutely. Jarrell's got a Super Bowl ring with the New York Giants. Good to see him come home and uh, be successful here at Eufaula. You bet. Three wide to the left, one to the right, third and eight. As Anderson tried to draw Hedlund off, and Hedlund was able to stop itself here now. Plays called. It's going to be Harris up the middle to the 20, and he is slammed down. Nice hit. Now, is that Caleb? That sure yeah, was. That sure was. Yeah. Dozier just made him in that hole. He picked up a few yards, got it fourth and manageable, but yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he put him down hard. Give him four and a half or five, so that makes it fourth and three from the 20. The ball's between the 21 and the 20. 321 and counting here in the first quarter. You follow already leads. 14 to nothing. A huge, huge play here for the Rams. Looks like they've got a uh, strong bunch formation. They sent a lot of new players in, took the receivers out. Yeah, they are making this tight, tight, tight on fourth and three. They'll move out of it and spread it out a little bit, but it's still pretty tight. One wide to the right, one to the left. It's that Wildcat. It's going to be Harris. Harris is going to move. He's going to fall forward. Did he get it? It's right there. It's right there. We'll see where they mark it. It's real close. Edlin says they have the football, and they are holding it, but it's no indication there was a fumble. Yeah, I heard a whistle blow, so I think it's just a matter of he, whether he got the line to gain. It's going to be close. I'm probably going to have to measure this one. Do I see the defense already out there for uh, you fall? They're, they're huddling, the officials are. Yeah, it looks like the you fall defense is already out. Yeah, see they sure are. 
No, they're marking it first down Eufaula. Yeah, they're marking it first down Eufaula at the uh, 17-yard line. Yeah, I think if I was Coach Melvin, I'd call for a measurement before they move the chain. Now there is a timeout. There's a there is a timeout, Headland, and let's see. Uh, Coach Melton's out there. Uh, you know, he's out there close to the hash. Uh, got a few words there. I thought I did. Just and we're you know we're up here in the press box. We're pretty far away from the action, but I thought he fell to about the 18. They marked it at the 17, but they were much closer than we were. Yeah, it was going to be close anyway. But I think if I was Coach Melton, I would have insisted on them bringing the chains out and measuring it just to make sure because. They eyeballed that from the sideline. Melton's not talking to his team over there. He's talking with two officials, uh, the white hat and maybe the side judge. And, and um, he may be asking about whether that was a fumble or not. Right. He seems pretty calm. He does, yeah. Sometimes you, you have to do that. Well, he, he may be trying to get the next call. He works on a little bit here on this one. He may get the next one go his way. So now the White Hats come all the way out to the Ufala side, basically saying, hey, timeout's over, guys. Let's play some ball. It'll be first and 10 Ufala at the Headland 17-yard line. That could have been a big stop for that Headland defense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Instead, two wide to the right, two to the left. Browning Anderson's quarterback for Ufala. Red Harris is the back of the backfield. He's had a big first quarter. It's going to be Anderson keeping. He's going to go forward for uh, a couple of yards. Jerry Grant again in there on the tackle. It'll be second and about uh, eight or seven, somewhere around in there. Yeah, he faked it to Harris to try to draw the defense. Helen did a nice job of staying home on that backside. He picked up a couple of yards, but not a lot. Caught moving inside 225. 14 to nothing, you fall off. Tigers knocking on the door against Headland. Second and eight from the 15. Anderson throwing the deep ball in the corner of the end zone. Jump ball, and it is caught. Touchdown, you fall. Another jump ball, another great, perfectly placed yeah. pass. Let's see. I can't tell who that was that caught it way over there on the other side of the field. Let's see. That's number uh, number three. That's Ollie Quinn. And was that uh, Kendrell Corbett on the coverage out there? He didn't have bad coverage. No, he never good. turned around. Yeah. And saw the ball, and the receiver saw it the whole way and just went and got it. It's a, it was a jump ball, and again, it was just well thrown where Quinn jumped up there, caught it. That is the third touchdown in the first quarter for the Tigers. Everything they're doing is working, apparently except for lining up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see a flag, but there is a stoppage before yeah, the extra point. Whistle. You're right. They do the swinging gate. They put the line over there to the left side, and then they – Call them to the line of scrimmage. There is a dead ball. There is an offside. It's on headland. I guess. I guess somebody took a step when they shifted out of that swinging gate. So that'll move the ball another yard or so closer to the goal line, but it's not going to change things. Extra point. Still getting ready to be kicked. Anderson is your holder. High snap. It's brought down. Extra point is up. And it is good. Thomas Wingate with the extra point. Wow. Uh, two minutes and 11 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. You fall all over Headland 21 to nothing. We'll be back. See if the Rams can get back in it in one minute right after this. 
Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you see just two stories or the stories of your toddler's first steps? Now, think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But a State Farm agent sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Go see Melissa Elmore, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Hetland, 785-5590. Welcome back. The ensuing kickoff is fumbled at the 23-yard line. It is picked up. You cannot advance a fumbled kickoff, so it will be you fall a ball at that spot. Wow, everything just falling apart for Headland right now. That was... Cameron Sconyers. Yeah, dropped it. Taiwan Turner that picked it up for you fall, and it was just... It's been the same kickoff every time. It's been a high pooch kick to about the 25, and it was just dropped. And unfortunately, uh, well, it went, the, yeah. he went through the wicket. He got yeah. it on the ground, and he looked up to see where the defense was trying to pick it up, and he never got a handle on it. So you fall again in Headland territory at the Ram 26. Whew. You fall, it seems like they're glad to be home. I bet they are. Anderson hands it off up the middle. This is not Harris. It's going to go for a yard, maybe two. Uh, let's see who the back is back there. Uh, that is going to be Jalen Wright. Yeah, not the Tennessee running back. No, just just a hand up up the middle, and uh, Edlin did a nice job of defending that one. One forty-one and counting here in the first quarter. All you fall a twenty-one to nothing inside Headland territory at the twenty-four second and eight. It's going to be a little swing pass, and he is wide open to the fifteen, to the ten, to the five. Down to the two-yard line rumbles Kiviante Pugh, and it is first and goal at the one. And that was just, you know, the, the motion, and nobody just picked up the back out of the backfield. There. Well, everybody went to the fake, and they thought the, the running back had it. The other running back leaked out to that outside, and you're right. He was wide open. The linebacker never saw him and went out there down to the two-yard line. First and goal. Right still, the running back in the backfield before you fall, it's going to be right. He's going to saunter into the end zone right up the middle, two yards, touchdown. And it's 27 to nothing, ladies and gentlemen. 104 left to go in the first quarter. Wow. Yeah, it's just a tough start here for Headline. And, uh, you know, we're right. You're still, we haven't ended the first quarter yet. But, you know, it's tough to beat you fall up here. They went at about a 70% clip here, you fall up. So yeah. it's, uh, you got to play a good ball game. You do. you got to play clean and, and execute, and that certainly hasn't been the case in the first quarter. Wingate. This extra point's a little soggy, and but it's still good. 28 to nothing. Now let's take a one-minute break. Let's see what the Rams can do on offense when we come back right after this. Here at Hyundai of Dothan, now is the best time to own your new vehicle. The inventory is back, and the selection is growing. And the incentives are back, too. 
For a limited time only, rates as low as 0% APR on new Santa Fe's and Tucson's with approved credit. Don't forget, we're the home of the lifetime warranty. So before you buy, give Hyundai a Dothan a try. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We offer Wing Wednesdays, 50 cent wings with nine different sauces. Sign in only, y'all. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. We'll see you soon. Still the first quarter here in Eufaula, 28 to nothing, Eufaula. Tigers kicking off up the middle and bounces. It's a live ball. It's picked up at the 26. It's going to be a haul down at the 31. That's where Headland will take over. And we're Ashton Graham with that return. Yeah, we're a little bit surprised. We, we didn't know what to expect, Mark. Um, it's, it's really hard to tell with just a game or two under your belt. Uh, we thought this would be a heck of a matchup, and it's been all you follow so far. Yeah. They've taken advantage of every headland mistake, and I know there's a lot of football left, but we, we just didn't expect this. No, you uh, follow really got off to a good start, a quick start. Now Headland's got to not look at the scoreboard at all and just run plays and see what they can do. Batwell back in a quarterback. This is a handoff right up the middle. It's going to go about uh, three, four yards. Looks like uh, that's um, – Sconyers, I believe, got that run. Yeah, it was a nice little trap play back here to this near side. Found a big hole. He slipped. Again, the Headland players are slipping more than the Eufaula players are. Not sure if it's a cleavage or what it is. Second and six, we'll call it from the 35. Batwell, Sconyers. Up the middle, good. Good hole to the 43, 44-yard line. That's good for a first down. Goes I believe that. No, that's not uh, Riley, I believe, is the running back there. That'll get him to the 43, and that's good for an all-in-one salon first down. Looked like the same play as he called again, caught it back, and pulled it back here to this uh, left side. Headland doesn't have to run another play, and they haven't broken the huddle yet with 13 seconds left to go in the game in the game clock in the first quarter, so they may want to regroup here and uh, figure out some things. As the clock ticks down to zero here, that will be the end of the first quarter. They'll flip the field, and hopefully for Headland, they can flip the, the favor here as it's been all you fall. 28 to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with second quarter action right here on the ball. You know, I once said the all-in-one salon ladies are kind of like fairy godmothers, and they are. But let's talk about how they're angels, too. When you see the same person for your hair over time, you get to know them. They get to know you, and they're with you in the good times and the not-so-good times. The all-in-one salon stylists are heaven-sent angels in disguise, and they're ready to be your salon. All-in-one salon, Highway 84 East in Cowards Crossing. Call and make an appointment today, 334-699-7809. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. All right, let's see if we have different uh, 
vibes here in the second quarter. Lance Griffin, Gary Gibson here with uh, Gary Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Stewart in here with you. The artist might have come in. Not weekday morning. I tell you, uh, I may not know where I am. I'm not sure that Headland does, uh, as uh, as it just uh, was just swamped by you fall in the first quarter. As yeah. uh, they you uh, fall took advantage of two miscues and special teams by Headland that resulted in a couple of touchdowns. But um, even when you fall, I had to drive down the field. Uh, they they have been successful, and we'll see if Headland can get back in this. They just got a first down on this drive, and they've got first and ten from its own 43. Well, Headland's moving the direction that you fall scored all their touchdowns, so maybe there's something about going this way. Good point. We'll see. Easton Bout will back in a quarterback. Two wide to the right. Motion to the right. Batwell's going to throw. Rolling to his right. Just a little bit overthrown. It was intended for Jackson Williams, and, and it just sailed over his head. That'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, he had him open in the flat, and he could have turned it up down that sideline to pick up a few more yards. Just overthrew him. A little overhyped getting out there as I he think rolled so. out. I think so, and Bowell ran out there and said, "I'm my bad, my bad. Let's check yeah, it off. Yeah, that'll bring up second and ten. Well, I know he wants to make a play. You're down 28 to nothing, but... Uh, Again, don't look at the scoreboard. Just make one play after another and, and see what you can do to chip away at this lead. Connor McKenzie and Caleb Dozier go to your left. That one's going to hand it off up the middle. Off to the right goes Riley. He will fall forward to the 50, so that's a gain of about seven. Good good second down gain there. Yeah, nice run. He had a hole to get up in there and uh, did a nice job. Fell forward for seven yards. You're right. Makes it third and manageable. This is probably four down territory anyway. We're, I can't quite tell the number. The, jer- the jersey is scrunched up, so I'm not sure if that is honestly a zero or a two or an eight. I think it may be an eight. That could be Marcus Reeves. I believe it is Marcus yeah, Reeves. Right. Marcus, let's credit him with that seven-yard gain. Good run. Here is Reeves again. Up the middle, to the right, breaks a tackle, cuts outside, got room, 45, 40. 35, angles out to the 30, great run, Marcus Reeves. That gets into Eufaula territory, first and 10 Rams. Yeah, nice job of running it outside. He bounced outside. He was supposed to go between the tackle and the guard. Did a nice job of once he found the hole of bouncing it outside, got to that sideline, showed some speed, all the way down to the 31-yard line. That's an all-in-one salon first down. First foray into Eufaula territory for the Rams. And maybe they found a little something here on the right side, Mark. We'll see. Well, this is more what we expected when they came into this game. They'd be able to run the football and chew up some yardage. So get some confidence built here. There goes McKenzie and Dozier to the left. Jackson Williams is your quarterback. He's going to keep it. He's going to go off the left. He's going to get hauled down to the backfield. That's a big loss all the way back to the 36-yard line. That'll lose five, maybe six yards. And, yeah. and, you know, they had so much success on that right side, it made sense. Let's fake that and let's go to the left with right. a speedster and Williams, but you fall a state at home. But when you have him at the quarterback position, you got to figure if you're the defense that you fall, he's going to try to get outside with it. And they did a nice job. Number 14, I don't have a 14 on my roster for you, Paula. Did a nice job of getting in the backfield, bringing him down for the loss. That'll bring up second, and we'll call it 16 from the – 37-yard line. Williams is going to stay the quarterback here. He's going to drop back. He's going to be pressured in the pocket, and he's going to just toss it at the last minute 
to Reeves, and Reeves actually gets a couple yards out of it. Risky, but it got a couple of yards. Yeah, he's hurt. Reeves is going to limp off to the sideline, but you're right. Very risky little shovel pass as he was going down. Worked out well for him. We'll call it third and long, 13, maybe 14. Balls between the 35 and the 34-yard line of you fall. We just started the second quarter, and it was all you fall in the first quarter, 28 to nothing over Headland. Batwell coming back out at quarterback. It's hard to get some continuity going when you got quarterbacks switching in and out. But Williams got hurt. That may be why they brought him out. He did limp off. He was almost sacked and, and just tossed it out at the last moment. Hopefully he's fine. But they'll be looking to go through the air, I'm, I'm assuming here, as Batwell drops back, looking, launching, throwing to McKenzie. McKenzie at the 31. He'll be tackled right there. So only a gain of about four, but it does get you to where you may be able to, to yeah. um, convert a long fourth down. Yes, it's, it's certainly you've got to go for it. Bowell again, he's still throwing the ball high. Still a little bit amped up with this, uh, with this drive, but, uh, nice catch and out there in the flat by McKenzie. It'll be fourth and we'll call it 10 from the Ufala. 31. Might want to try to get Dozier on a jump ball, but you got to throw it here. Yeah, and they're shade. Well, they were shading his way. Now they've come back the other way. Here goes Batwell. He's looking. He's looking the other side to McKenzie. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted at the two yard line. He should have just knocked yeah. that one down, Mark. That's, again, you're right. Again, it's just the natural action intercepted, but you're right. He should have knocked it down. That goes down as a great punt. Yeah, it really I mean, does. it's an angled punt because you fall is going to start at its own two-yard line. But um, they they tried to hit McKenzie uh, on uh, on a fly left, and the safety did his job and went over there and plucked it out of the air, and that'll give you fall the ball first and ten on the suit. Well, the safety shaded that side as Dozier was here on this near side, and when Dozier came out here, the safety did start shading to that opposite side, and uh, they must have seen something or knew something in that alignment that they were going to try to go to McKenzie on that uh, fly route. Well, let's see if the Rams can have a big defensive play and get this ball back and have some good field position because now you fall starts in its own end zone with the shotgun. Anderson looks like he may even be calling a, an audible here. He takes a snap. He's looking to throw. He's going to launch it long, single coverage, jump ball situation, and it is almost called down. I mean, it would have been a fingertip catch. Say, he had it on his fingertips, and you're right. It would have been a sensational catch. That was knocked it out of his hands when his knees came up. That was Antron Mitchell, and if he had caught it, he would probably still be running. But it just just trickled out of his fingertips. That brings up second and ten from the two. Could have called holding on uh, on Corbett on that one too, as he had the jersey a little bit. He had his hand out on him. Eight twenty-eight uh, to go in the second quarter. All you fall twenty-eight to nothing. It's going to be a little swing pass out. It's caught in the end zone, makes the first man miss. He'll fall forward, maybe to the four, but that's it. A really a slaughter with the catch. Good pursuit by that headland defense. Absolutely. Pursuit from inside out. He tried to cut it back inside, and he found the pursuit. Nice play by the headland defense. Chance to get off the field here. Third and eight from the four. A lot of these guys for uh, Headland, even though they're 5A, playing both ways. Yeah, they do. Dozier goes both ways. Yep. I think I see McKenzie out there as well. Here's Anderson. He's looking to run up the middle. Is he going to have enough for the first down? He will. He'll go to about the 13-14 yard line before he's hauled down by Jerry Grant. But that was a design quarterback draw, I yeah. think. Yeah, just a nice quarterback draw. He stepped back, took the ball step back, came through the hole, 
there was there's nobody in the middle of the field, and uh, he did a nice job picking up the first down, getting him out of the hole. 7.35 and counting here in the second quarter. First and 10 for the Tigers. They'll spread it out now. One wide to the left, two to the right. Anderson dropping straight back. He's got a moment. He'll launch over the middle. It's caught over the middle to Antron Mitchell. He'll get to the 48-yard line before he's hauled down there by Jackson Williams. That was just a good round over the middle, and he was wide open. Yeah, they sent one receiver deep on the sideline. He came across on that uh uh, slant pass, and uh, he was wide open. You're right. He stumbled a little bit after he caught the ball, or he may have gone further. First and 10, you fall from the 49. It's on 49. Same formation. This time it's going to be a handoff up the middle. It's going to be Harris, and he's going to fall forward for about three into Headland territory at the 48, be second and seven. Lance, he's got quick feet as he picked his way through there as he just kind of sidestepped and then came back to the other side. Sean Davis in there on the tackle. Uh, Sebastian Stanton not far away as well. Namarian Jackson. First back here goes Anderson. Throwing it deep again. 101 again. Jump ball again. Caught by Antron Mitchell at the 12-yard line. They'll mark it at the 11. I mean, Browning Anderson is putting this ball right He's where it has got to be. An uncanny ability of just dropping it right in there. Again, no no uh, fault on the coverage there. It was no. really good. Uh, well, they're not looking back to find yeah, the football. That's the only thing to say. He, he was step for step with Mitchell was Jackson Williams, but you're right. Uh, he was trying to trying to play him without uh, looking back, and Mitchell found the ball in his first and 10 from the 11. End around, left side, trying to get the corner, cutting it up. Good tackle there at the six. I think that McKenzie is McKenzie. Yeah, that was really a slaughter on the end around. We'll give him still about five yards, give him six. Yeah. It's for a second and four from the five. It was a jet sweep as he got it coming around. Got it down on that five-yard line. This this also wears down headland too. Chasing him from side to side. Harris in the backfield along with Anderson. Now slaughter, they'll fill up that backfield and it's gonna be slaughter. Up the middle, into the two, to the one. He falls forward. Did he get it? He did. Aurelius Slaughter up the middle for a touchdown. You fall a fifth of the night, midway through the second quarter. It's thirty four to nothing, pending the extra point. Yeah, just an inside run. He got it all the way to the goal line and they stopped him there, but he fell forward, got the touchdown. I was thinking that you fall may want to try to just run some clock and score it just before halftime, but it's like they, they want to put as many points up as they can. Yeah, thanks. Wingate on for another extra point. Snap, hold, kick, up. Good. 35 to nothing, you fall. 548 left to go in the second quarter. We'll take a one-minute break, see if Headland can get on the board here in this first half when we come back right after this. Start your day with Krispy Kreme. They're a proud sponsor of local high school football and Troy University football. August 25th through the 31st, try their doggy donuts. And August 7th all the way through November 3rd, they have pumpkin spice, cake donuts, and lattes. Be sure to grab cinnamon rolls made in-house on Sundays. Save time when you order through the app, so download it today and start earning free treats. And become a friend on KrispyKreme.com to stay in the know. Hey, Howard. 
Whether somebody's got it filled with beverages or filled with great snacks for the game, King's is the place to go for refrigerators, right? You know it. We have a bunch. Top freezers, side-by-side, French doors, all kinds of refrigerators. Available in black, white, stainless, and black stainless. Over 60 to choose from. And you won't have to go deep into your wallet because King's has everybody double covered. With great prices and great products. King's Furniture and Appliance. On the Circle Dothan or online at kingsdothan.com. Welcome back. It's all you fall. 35 to nothing over Headland. This game is presented to you by the local seafood and grill in Headland, the newest seafood place in town where you'll find Wing Wednesday where wings are only 50 cents. Well, Headland's been able to move the ball some. A little bit, last couple of drives. But, uh, you know, they've got to be perplexed at just exactly what they need to do. They're alternating quarterbacks a little bit with Williams and uh, Maldwell, but uh, they got to find something, and they got to find something quickly. I don't know if it's going to be enough to salvage tonight, but uh, they they a blow to their ego anyway in this first quarter and a half. That's right. The break after the really a slaughter touchdown also serves as the heat timeout for the for the second quarter, so it's a, a little bit longer than normal before the officials put the teams back on the field. And I'm sure the Rams will take all the break they can get yeah, uh, right I'm now. Not, I'm not sure a heat timeout is going to cool these Buffalo Tigers down. I'm telling you. I think the Rams are, are a little bit shell-shocked right now. As yeah. They were coming into this game expecting to win. I know they were thinking they could play uh, Ufala play for play, and it just hasn't been their night uh, here in the first half. And I know uh, any little bit of positive momentum before they go into the Locker room would certainly help. Yeah, because you fall against the ball to start the second half. Correct. Here is the ensuing kickoff. Wingate pops it up short. It's going to be taken to the 25. And uh, that will only go to about the 28-yard line as uh, as that was uh, Ashton Graham tried to find some room. There was no room there. It'll be first and ten headland right there. Well, he really ran his own player down yeah. there. Ran into Sean Davis, who was trying to block for him, and uh, he turned around and ran right into him. You know, they've had pretty decent field position on all of these Each kickoffs. Time. And just uh, that opens up the playbook. You can do almost anything from it. That was the quarterback. That was the quarterback. Don't see Dozier out there. It's going to be handoff up the middle. It's going to be Reeves. Reeves doesn't have anything. He's going to try to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage, but I'm not sure he will. Probably a loss of about a half yard. It'll be second and long. Maybe just giving Dozier a rest here. Goes both ways, as we said. Yep. Five nineteen and counting here in the second quarter. It is 35 to nothing. You fall over Headland. That will goes to the sideline to get this play, and uh, 18 seconds on the play clock yeah, as he comes back to the huddle. They're in no hurry to run these plays. They want the clock to run, apparently. Too wide to the left. It's going to be a handoff to the right side. Reeves cuts it up. 33, maybe the 34, so give him about uh, six, seven yards there. That'll bring up third and about four. Nice run there is Brady Bennett. Uh, 
tackle got out in front on the blocking for him out there. Did a nice job of hustling out there. 6'2", 257-pounder leading the way for him to pick up good yardage. they got to get to between the 38 and the 39 for a first down. The ball rests at the 34-yard line. you got to get it on this third down. You can't go for it on fourth down here. So if you don't get it, you're going to get a few follow, a good chance to score again for half. Again, Val, we're going. I think, I think uh, we're not going to get a play here. I think they're going to let this go all the way down, and then Melton's going to call a timeout. Yeah, he's trying to melt as much of his clock as he can. Dozier and Boutwell talking to Melton there on the sideline as that uh, timeout has been called with 3.57 left to go here in the first quarter. So it sounds like they're cooking something up with Dozier back in the game. Final timeout of the half, I believe, for uh, for Headland. And they may have some kind of trick play up their sleeve or something to try to catch you falling napping a little bit in that defensive secondary. Been really impressed with Ufala's quarterback, Browning Anderson. First time I've gotten to see him, he's thrown the long ball, what, five, six times, and every single time it's been right where it needed to be. That one to Antron Mitchell that just stretched off his fingertips, that's still about where you want the ball from. He gives his receivers a chance to get the football, and the defender has no chance. We don't have the class. They are. I'm not sure. That yeah. was a senior or not. Sure. He's 6'2", 180. Shows a good arm. All right. Excuse me. Anderson. 30, uh, third and four from the 34. Now Boutwell is uh, wide right as a wide receiver, and Williams is your quarterback with two backs next to him in the shotgun, and that's going to confuse you fall, yeah. and now you fall is going to call a timeout. There was nobody out there with him. So, yeah, it was actually guard, Hayden guard, number 17, I think, that was over there. We thought that um, Coach Melton might be cooking up something. And you follow, we'll make sure that they've got all their assignments on this third and four. And basically what he did was everybody else came out and lined up, and he stepped off the sideline just a few feet from the, the line over there. And nobody was out there. They finally saw him, and then yeah, you follow right at the last second. Uh-huh. Called the timeout. I think they used to call that the snake in the grass play. Sure, they still do. Yes. I think in all the games that I've ever covered, I saw that work one time. Doesn't work very often. Yeah, but that snake gets found every time. <laughs> kind of like the swinging gate on the extra point. You don't see them do anything but kick the extra point most time with that. A little bit more conventional, where you got two wide to the left. Jackson Williams is your quarterback. Two backs in the backfield. Williams takes the snap. He drops straight back. He's looking to throw. Now he's going to be sacked, and he is hit hard, and the ball is loose. And they're saying the ball was down, but, boy, he got crunched. Yeah, he did. That was uh, number nine. I don't have a number nine on my roster for McCall, uh, but, yeah, he stood up. He looked like he was going to run it all along as he looked downfield and then uh, looked down to look for a lane to run, and they had him. That's a loss of nine on the play. And that will bring up fourth and very long. As the clock runs here, 326, 325 and counting, Dozier goes back to punt. Back. You, gotta, you gotta let that play clock run all the way down before yeah. you snap it. Zakai Steele, I believe, is back to field this punt. He's standing at his own 45. Still plenty of time for you, Paula. Even if you run the last few seconds off here, 
Dozier gets a, a longer punt back. This time it falls at the 43. Steele takes on the first bounce at the 33. He gets the 43. He's going to be dragged down about the 47-yard line of Ufala. 258 left to go, and Ufala at their own, what, 47-yard line. Yeah, 53 yards to go, and they've shown they can do that in about three plays. Yeah. And it wouldn't be running it up. I think uh, no. I think Jernigan would like to go ahead and seal the, if it's not already, just seal it off in the first half and maybe work on some things, give some guys some rest in the second half. Um, I, I certainly think he wants to punch this one in. Yeah, I do too. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Anderson, your quarterback, going to be able to swing pass out. Caught at the 45 to the 50 to the 47-yard line of Headland before he's angled out of bounds. Goes really a slaughter. Pursuing for Headland, uh, Kendrell Corbett was pursuing. Caleb Dozier was pursuing. Sean Davis was pursuing. Lance, it almost looked like the ball slipped a little bit out of his hand. He threw it and then uh, pumped it a little bit and then grabbed and threw it again. Second, Gave the Headland yeah. defense a chance to get out of there. Second and a long two from the Headland 47. Anderson. Running run up the middle and the timing that perfectly was Dozier coming off the end. That had no chance. Now, that was a great defensive play by by Caleb Dozier, as I believe that was Jalen Wright. He was dead to rights as soon as he got the ball. Well, they had everybody spread out. They had receivers all over the field, and uh, we're going to try to sneak that run in there. Dozier wasn't going to have any of it off that defensive end position. He's lined up right at that same defensive end position now, third and five from the 48. Browning, Anderson, rolls to his right, looking to throw. It's going to be caught at the 35, to the 30, the 25. He's going to go all the way. Breaks two tackles. Touchdown. Is that Antoine Mitchell? No. Let's see. That is Kiviante Pugh. And uh, he's in the end zone for a touchdown. And, no, that was was Antoine Mitchell as uh, he caught it and went in from 45 yards away. And it's another touchdown for the Tigers. Yeah, he was the uh, medium receiver. They had a deep guy and one in the flat. And uh, Halen did a nice job covering deep and uh, covering the guy in the flat, but uh, left him wide open. It has been all you follow here in the first half. Wingate's leg is going to fall off here just on extra points and kickoffs. This one is up. It's good. 209 left to go in the first half. You fall off. 42 headland, nothing. We'll take a break. Be back in one minute with more action right after this. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no touch flush for your home. <laughs> Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. Are you craving seafood? You like fresh shrimp? We offer it grilled, fried, or blackened. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill, on the square in Headland. We'll see you soon. Forty-two to nothing. We fall all over Headland. 
209 left to go here in the first half. Wingate's kick is going to go to about the 23-yard line. It's caught. A little bit of room this time to the 35, to the 40, down to the 43-yard line goes uh, Jaden Craig. And that's the best field position the Headlands had in a while. Yeah, he took it all the way across the grain, did a nice job of picking his way up there. But you're right, the first and 10 on about the 43-yard line. So uh, see if they can't do something this last two minutes. No timeouts left for the Rams. Two left, I believe, for the Tigers. The problem is you can't throw the football, I don't think, because you don't want to leave you fall off some time if you, you don't pick up the first down. I agree. I, I would think... I think you're just trying to regroup as best you can at halftime. Yeah, unless you break a run on this first down play. You do have Caleb Dozier out there. I think he's out there. It is going to be a run up the middle. It's going to be Reeves. Reeves is going to try to fight his way to the 45, the 46-yard line. He may fall even more forward, give him about five good, tough yards there. Yeah, he did a nice job picking about four yards after he was hit. Just to run up the middle. I don't think they picked up enough to try to do anything. I think they're going to just keep running the football. 138 and counting, 30 seconds on the play clock. They, if they want to just get into the locker room, they can take this down to almost a minute before they run a play here. Second and five from their own 48. You do that to see if you can bust a run on that first down play. If you get a good game, then you may come back and try to hurry it up with the run they got you. Just you're going to run the clock out now. Same formation, pistol formation with Reeves back there. He's going to take the handoff up the middle. He's going to. Hit a bunch of players at the line of scrimmage, and there is a flag coming in from the back judge. And we'll see what the penalty is. It does stop the clock with the 105 left here in the first half. Where it came, it looks like it may be uh, a holding call on Headland. All right. The, uh, nope, they're going to mark yep, it off on your right. call. Face, Face mask. mask. Face mask, so that'll be an automatic first down. Well, not automatic, but the uh, they'll five-yard uh, Markov will give Hedlund an all-in-one salon first down at the Ufala 47-yard line, 105. The clock stopped here in the first half. Yeah, now maybe you think about it. Yeah, maybe. Throw it up. May throw one yeah. and see what you get. Throw one up to McKenzie or Dozier and see what see what bringing, happens. They're bringing Dozier back in. He was on the sideline. Fifteen seconds on the play clock and they have no timeouts. They're going to have to hurry. Nope, they just reset it. They just reset it. So that, they don't know that. They're hurrying to get to the line of scrimmage. Got to be careful though not to throw a pick six. Williams is in at quarterback. Double coverage here, or at least they're shading toward Dozier over here. It's going to be a handoff off the right side to Davis. Davis is going to get to about the 42-yard line, gain of about uh, five or six. Clock ticking. Yeah, I think they're just going to run it out. Try to get in the locker room and see if they can't regroup and figure out what to do in the second half. 41 seconds and counting here. Just one safety. Just one safety. There's Dozier all by himself. Williams is going to throw it out there. Why not? He, got he it. caught it. He caught it at the 13-yard line, 21 seconds. 21 seconds. Let's see if he can get out of bounds. 
I don't think he did. I, yeah. I, I'm so surprised they left him out there in single coverage. Yeah. 21, so it's 30 seconds left. Jackson Williams threw it up there. It's a gain of about 30 yards. It's an all-in-one slot first down. It's first and 10 at the 13. He did a nice job of going again, and he was covered pretty good. Again, the defender did not turn around, but he did a nice job of holding on, not letting him poke it out. There's some Sets him up for an opportunity to score a touchdown here just for half. It seems a confusion on the Eufaula defense. 21 seconds left. It's first and 10 from the Eufaula 13. There's some discussion amongst the officiating crew. There's a flag in one of the officials' hands, and let's say we've got pass interference on Eufaula. That's going to be declined. It's a great catch by Caleb Dozier. So it'll be first and 10 from the 13. Whistle blows the action, playing to action. Here's Williams. Williams looking. Williams throwing over to Dozier on the other side. And it is going to be caught. Tell me. No, they're saying he got out of bounds. Wow. He had, I thought he had a foot in bounds, Mark. It looked like he had tiptoed with one toe down there. Back judge says no. He was out of bounds when he hauled that in. And it was a good throw from Jackson Williams. Uh, Caleb Dozier was the only one that could catch it. He did catch it, but they are saying he was out of bounds. And I'll tell you what, Lance, there was a lot of contact before that ball got there. No doubt about it. Hey, I'm I'm surprised they are single covering yeah, I am that man. Uh, for sure, they it cost them dearly uh, just a moment ago, and it almost uh, cost them even worse there. I think it's a product of 42 to nothing lead. I think so. I think so. Psychologically, though, just uh, this would be great for uh, for you uh, for Headland to put one in here. Absolutely. You fall going to call timeout and and talk about this as there there seemed to be some confusion there on this possession. It looked like. Uh, Hedlund was ready to take him to the locker room, and then they got a first down on a penalty, and they saw single coverage there with, with Dozier, and they threw it up there and uh, got a long gain on it. So they're down here at the 13-yard line with just 12 seconds left to go in the half. It's been all your fault. They lead 42 to nothing, but I know you're just going to try it in the locker room a little bit differently if you're Hedlund if you put this one in. Yeah, it gives you something to hang your hat on. So if you're Coach Jernigan, if they put it in, it gives you something to uh, do some coaching up you can in. Coach, you can do some coaching in the locker room for sure. I think he feels like some of his players went to the locker room early at the end of his drive here. But good for Helen for uh, staying in here and battling. Absolutely. Caleb Dozier, just a, he's an outstanding athlete. Made two great catches, of course. They said he was out of bounds in the quarter of the end zone in that second one, but the first one on the 30-yard gain was just outstanding. With a pass interference, he still brought it in. Headland comes back to the line of scrimmage. Time for a couple of plays here. It is. Yeah, yeah, at least a couple yeah. of passes. Second and 10 it's from the 13. Three. They can't afford to, to take a to take a tackle in, in within play. They won't be able to get another playoff. This, these are two balls that have to go into the end zone. It's going to be Batwell. He's going to throw it over the middle. It's going to be overthrown right at the goal line. Middle route there, yeah. and uh, just a little bit overthrown. So only, well, about five seconds ran off, 7.4 seconds. They may have time to get a couple of plays in yeah. here. Two more, probably. Batwell runs and gets the play from uh, the sideline, and he comes back. Plenty of time on the play clock here, but 7.4 seconds left in the game clock, second quarter. Now they're double double covering uh, 
Dozier over here. So they're going to throw over the middle again. It's almost intercepted. I don't think Battle ever saw the linebacker. No, I don't think so. He, he jumped back in that uh, that pass route. And uh, Elliott Clayton was the linebacker. It hit him in the wrong place. Yeah. His hands. That's going to make it uh, third and 10 from the 13 with 2.3 seconds left. So this one's going to go in the end zone as well. We'll see what happens. I think I just throw it up for grass for uh, Dozier. Let's try to go get it. Yeah, they're, they're they're reacting late, and it looks like now they're going to get Dozier. He slips, and he's not going to be able to get there. He's been slipping all night long. Yes. He was trying to get to the corner of the end zone. Ball goes and falls incomplete, and that is how the first half will end. And it has been a, a textbook, just outstanding performance from these homestanding Eufaula Tigers. Everything went right for the Tigers. Took advantage of a couple of special teams miscues as well, but they haven't been stopped all night. And uh, it it shows on the scoreboard. It's going to go into halftime 42 to nothing. I'm I'm guessing that we may see a continuous running clock all the way through so. the second half. Yeah. Uh, they they that's the thing to do. Yeah, they may. It'll have to be agreed upon by by both sides, I believe, at least to begin with. And, We'll see how that all shakes out. But they'll fight to the locker room right now. Both teams, when you fall, they having an impressive performance in a 42 to nothing lead. We're going to take a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll tell you about that impressive first half for you, Paula. We'll give you a rundown of everything that happened and uh, put everything into perspective as best we can at this three-minute break right here on the ball. Here at Hyundai of Dothan, now is the best time to own your new vehicle. The inventory is back and the selection is growing. And the incentives are back too. For a limited time only, rates as low as 0% APR on new Santa Fe's and Tucson's with approved credit. Don't forget, we're the home of a lifetime warranty. So before you buy, give Hyundai a Dothan a try. I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. You know, I once said the all-in-one salon ladies are kind of like fairy godmothers, and they are. But let's talk about how they're angels, too. When you see the same person for your hair over time, you get to know them. They get to know you, and they're with you in the good times and the not-so-good times. The all-in-one salon stylists are heaven-sent angels in disguise, and they're ready to be your salon. All-in-one salon, Highway 84 East in Cowards Crossing. Call and make an appointment today, 334-699-7809. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We offer Wing Wednesdays, 50-cent wings with nine different sauces. Sign in only, y'all. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. We'll see you soon. Make the right call today. Call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Plumbing and electrical issues occur every day in your home or place of business. Trust your repairs and installs to the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. 
Whether it's a simple sink installed, water heater, or something more complex like rewiring, count on our 45-plus years in the industry to get the job done right. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Welcome back. 42 to nothing, you fall all over Headland and everything that uh, could go right, did go right for you fall in the first half. It's been very impressive. Uh, just a minute and a half into this game, uh, it was, uh, let me find where this all, <laughs> this all starts. Red Harris uh, with a two yard touchdown run, actually 947 left in the first quarter. That was seven to nothing. Then just a couple of minutes later, an errant uh, punt snap set up. You fall at it at the Headland two-yard line. Harris, after a penalty, runs in from six yards. It's 14 to nothing. Then uh, right after that, Eileen Quinn, 15-yard touchdown reception, 21 to nothing in the first quarter. You fall up. And then less than a minute later, this was on the ensuing kickoff. It was fumbled. It was picked up. By you followed that set up a two yard touchdown run by Jalen Wright, twenty eight to nothing in the first quarter. Aurelia Slaughter adds a five yard touchdown run with five forty eight left in the second quarter, thirty five to nothing. And then Antron Mitchell grabbed the ball uh, on a on a stop route, caught it, broke a couple of tackles, and ran it in from forty five yards to make it forty two to nothing. And that is where we are here as we are at halftime and. You, uh, we said that Headland would need to play a clean game coming in here, and we thought if they could, they could be competitive. Actually, I don't know that they could uh, regardless, but certainly the miscues haven't helped. Yeah, it really hadn't. And you're right. You saw it's got a lot of athletes on that field, and uh, Headland would have had to really play a perfect game and have you fall or have some miscues early on. But, uh, you know, Headland got the ball first, and they got – Three and out on that yeah. first series, and then you followed just punched him in the mouth and didn't let him back up the rest of that first half as they just uh, did a great job running the football as uh, they're running back uh, Red Harris. Yeah. I got the, got the tempo going pretty early with that first drive. I think it was three plays, 70-plus yards, and uh, he pretty much did it all himself. And then uh, Batwell does a great job of uh, – or excuse me, uh, Browning Anderson does a great job of throwing that deep ball. And you can tell they've, they've worked on that a lot as they've got the timing and those receivers go get the football, but he drops it right there where they can get it. So uh, Heaven just couldn't get anything going offensively. Uh, they did on that last drive, got it down to the 13-yard line, but just uh, ran out of time at the half. So uh, they've got to go in the locker room, and Coach Melton's just got to regroup and say, guys, we can't worry about the scoreboard right now. we just got to come out in the second half, and uh, we just got to execute, make some plays, and uh, do what we can and kind of salvage what we can out of this game and, and move on to the next one. Yeah, when you're taking it on the chin like that, you, you have to try to figure out what lessons you can take from this and what you can learn about your team. And I'm sure Coach Melton is talking about why you're going out there on the field and playing the second half. It may not be to win the game, but you can still accomplish a lot. Well, you got to compete on every play because uh, that's just what you do, and you got you got to make sure you compete and, and uh, take care of business. Uh, not sure how much Caleb Dozier will play in the second half. He's going both ways, and when he left to take the halftime, uh, Lance, he was uh, – He's walking pretty gingerly because I don't think he's hurt. I think he's just worn out yeah. from that first half of play. But uh, 
you may try some things if you're you're headlining Coach Melton to see if some things can work that you may use later on uh, down the road. This certainly doesn't end your season. You're still going to leave out of here two and one on the year. It is a reaching loss, but you know you, you learn from it and just move on and you go to the next game. Absolutely. Well, that is the scoring recap here. Again, this game is presented to you by the local Seafood and Grill in Headland, newest seafood place in town, and where you'll find Wing Wednesday, where wings are only 50 cents. There's a lot of good uh, games going on in the Wiregrass, uh, some ranked teams playing each other, a couple in 7A, a couple also uh, down below that, I think 2A as well. We'll give you the scores that we have from around the Wiregrass when we come back after this three-minute break right here on the ball. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aw. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. You know, I once said the all-in-one salon ladies are kind of like fairy godmothers, and they are. But let's talk about how they're angels, too. When you see the same person for your hair over time, you get to know them. They get to know you, and they're with you in the good times and the not-so-good times. The all-in-one salon stylists are heaven-sent angels in disguise, and they're ready to be your salon. All-in-one salon, Highway 84 East in Cowards Crossing. Call them. Make an appointment today, 334-699-7809. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice-cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, Groover or Shrimp Tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local Seafood and Grill, on the square in Headland. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Nice. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Start your day with Krispy Kreme. They're a proud sponsor of local high school football and Troy University football. August 25th through the 31st, try their doggy donuts. And August 7th all the way through November 3rd, they have pumpkin spice, cake donuts, and lattes. Be sure to grab cinnamon rolls made in-house on Sundays. Save time when you order through the app, so download it today and start earning free treats. And become a friend on KrispyKreme.com to stay in the know. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you see just two stories or the stories of your toddler's first steps? Now, think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But a State Farm agent sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Go see Melissa Elmore, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Headland, 785-5590. Welcome back. 
We are live at halftime. You follow Leeds Headland 42 to nothing. Been all Tigers so far in the first half. We've got a lot of scores around the wiregrass, Mark. Yeah, Enterprise went to Auburn last week and upset the Tigers 17 to 16 for a big win. Tonight they're taking on Central at Enterprise and Central's all over them 27 to 7 in the second quarter. Just for you, Lance, Prattville over Spin Station, 26-3 at halftime. Good grief, it looks like my beloved Panthers have given up football. Well, Prattville, uh, they may not be the the juggernaut that they used to be, but they're still a tough team to play. Yeah. Uh, not, much, much, not much resistance, though, from the other side, apparently. No. Auburn and Dothan going to after each other at uh, Ripuse Stadium, and Dothan has a seven-point lead, 14-7 to at halftime. I think Auburn has that. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. yes, Auburn is 14-7 over Dothan uh, as they're trying to recover from that loss to Enterprise last week. Andalusia all over Dale County, 42 to nothing at the half. It's Geneva, 34, Slocum, 14, also at the half. Strong is uh, taking care of Daleville, 22-8. They're still in the second quarter over in Daleville. Opelika is uh, shutting out. Uh, I know they're not Robert E. Lee anymore, but that's what I've got on my thing. Right. There's 24 to nothing. Uh, they're taking, taking care of business there. Ayrton is beating uh, Geneva County 28 to nothing. I believe that's a region game for those two. Elba all over Houston County yeah. 35 to nothing in the second quarter. We've got a lot of runaways here, Lance. Tonight. We do. We do a lot. Providence over New Brockton, 21 to seven. That's at the half. That's over in Coffee County at New Brockton. Pike and County leads Ashford, 14 to nothing. Uh, that is the second quarter score that we have. And of course, Op beat Northside Methodist, right. 19 to seven last night. I don't have a score in the Abbeville Cottonwood. Strong over Daleville, 22 to eight. We don't have a Rehoboth Carroll score. Just looking for that. Uh, and then over at Enterprise, have we given that one yet? Yeah, Enterprise yeah. is trailing 27-7. Yeah, uh, that, you know, Central is... Central, Central. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a force to be reckoned They're with. They're juggernaut. Another big 7A game up north uh, in North Alabama. Thompson leads Vestavia Hills 7 to nothing in the second quarter. Charles Henderson, who is in the region here with Headland and... Um, and you follow leads Greenville seven to nothing. That's a last score we had there was a first quarter score, so may have been had some action since then. Let's see if we see any others as we peruse and we get any updates, we'll be happy to bring them to you. So a lot of action and uh, looks like it's a pretty competitive game between Auburn and Dothan at the half. I was about to say, that, that's a good uh, a good game right now is Dothan is staying in that one, and they can get into the fourth quarter, they may pull that one out. That's right. Tell you what, uh, we will take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some big games at tomorrow, one up in Tuscaloosa, one all the way across the country, one right up at the vet in Troy. That's after this three-minute break right here on the ball. Here at Hyundai of Dothan, now is the best time to own your new vehicle. The inventory is back and the selection is growing. And the incentives are back too. For a limited time only, rates as low as 0% APR on new Santa Fe's and Tucson's with approved credit. Don't forget, we're the home of a lifetime warranty. So before you buy, give Hyundai of Dothan a try. 
Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. Are you craving seafood? You like fresh shrimp? We offer it grilled, fried, or blackened. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill, on the square in Headland. We'll see you soon. Make the right call today. Call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Sometimes clogged pipes and drains need something more powerful to get the job done. Vincent Plumbing and Electric provides hydro jetting to clear even the most stubborn clogs, like grease, sludge, sand, and debris. Plumbing issues are the worst, and when they happen, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for emergency after-hours situations. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Howard, you look mighty comfortable kicked back in that recliner. You know the game's not on yet. Yeah, I'm getting a head start. Kings has even more recliners than ever before, and it's hard to pick out the perfect one. Ooh, looks like you got a bunch. Have you tried out the rocker recliners? Yep, and the gliders, the powerlift recliners, the wall away, too. They all look nice. Oh, they are. And I'll bet they're all at a great low price. That's kind of the point. And the extra point. On the Circle Dothan and KingsDothan.com, your one-stop shop for furniture and appliances. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you see just two stories or the stories of your toddler's first steps? Now, think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But a State Farm agent sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Go see Melissa Elmore, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Hetland, 785-5590. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. All right, welcome back. 42 nothing. You follow over Headland. Just a few minutes left to go here in halftime before we start third quarter action. Mark, uh, can't get a much bigger game than Alabama-Texas. It is the game of the uh, loaded college football Saturday tomorrow. Jalen Milrow, he, I think he passed all of his tests against Middle Tennessee, but uh, these will be a different caliber of athletes that uh, that he'll see tomorrow. And... Uh, I don't know what you think. Yeah, he, he did pass the test last week, which was good. Gives him a little confidence going into this game. You know, th- this is the game of the two quarterbacks, Milrow and Ewers. With Ewers, I think both of them feel the pressure in this game th- tomorrow. Ewers is still looking over his shoulder, I think, to see if Arch, Arch uh, Manning is ready to step in there or not. So he wants to play well, and so does Milrow. So I think it's whoever settles down first and uh, gets in a rhythm is going to be the most successful. If you're Alabama, you want to try to establish that running game because you don't want to have to rely on Milrow's arms throwing the ball because you have to throw the ball. You want to throw the ball because you want to throw the ball and get him relaxed a little bit. So uh, if they can get out to a lead and not have to chase Texas in the scoreboard, I think it'll be a lot more comfortable evening for Milrose. Absolutely. We did get a score, by the way. Carroll leads Rehoboth 14-7 to at the half. 
Ewers was on fire against Alabama last year in Austin. He threw for 134 yards in the first quarter and then knocked out of the game. Ironically, he really didn't have a game like that for the rest of the season. It wasn't a terrible season. He put up some decent numbers, but I think he's been looking to regain what he had against Alabama since then. This is a different Alabama defense, though, different coordinator, different philosophy. Uh, so I'm sure he's uh, looking to see what he can accomplish tomorrow. Well, hearing some of the uh, different commentators talking about it, he didn't have a lot of confidence last year. And I'm not sure why, because after that Alabama performance, you would think he would have. But he, he spent all year trying to get his confidence back. They feel like talking to him this year that uh, Sarkeesian's got him to where he's confident again and that he's letting him know he is the starter and to quit looking over your shoulder. That's easier said than done. But you're right. He's been looking for that breakout game again, and certainly uh, that's a tough way to have to do it. Prime time in Tuscaloosa. I know he's played in some big stadiums, but I don't know if he's ready for the uh, atmosphere that's going to be in Brian Denny tomorrow night. It should be a heck of an atmosphere. That's a 6 o'clock kick, roughly, on ESPN. Almond's going to go out west to Cal. And as a matter of fact, that game's going to be right on ESPN right after the Alabama game. 9.30 kick. And this was a game that was made quite some time ago. And I know he freezes it crazy about going out there. It's a game that I sort of just penciled in as a win. Cal, uh, the only game that Colorado won last year with the team that it had last year was a win over Cal. But, you know, now that we've seen Cal and it, it was North Texas, but they put up 58 on North Texas, I don't think Auburn can go out west and slop around and win. No, I don't think they can either. The concern is that Hugh Freeze has kind of put a negative spin on this game. He doesn't want to go out there. I'm hoping his team doesn't have that same right. uh uh, attitude as they head out there. Uh, it's a late game. It's a 9:30 kickoff, I believe, for us uh, here in the Central Time Zone. So uh, you, you not only worry about that game, but you worry about the the fact down the road when you come back the next week if, if you're going to have some struggles from that. But yes, they've got to go out there and they've got to play Auburn football. If they do that, I think they'll be in pretty good shape. If they don't, if it gets to be a little bit of uh, a little bit of sloppy game there early on, then uh, if they let California stay in it, then then it could be a, a long night for the for the Eagles. Good uh, performance from Peyton Thorne. Uh, Robbie Ashford came in. He used his legs just fine, uh, had, had some really good runs. I thought uh, Damari Alston, the running back, uh, Jeremiah Cobb, which we got to see at Montgomery Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Jackson, uh, they all got some some good plays in there. There's some initial reports out there that we may see Jarquez Hunter tomorrow. I don't think that's going to be the issue. I think the issue is going to be what that Auburn defense does. Yeah, it is, and I think that's where their struggles were last week. Uh, they they did a good job of beating UMass, but it was UMass, and uh, you know there were some holes in that defense that some uh, better teams can exploit and take advantage of. But you're right, the defense has really got to got to come to play. And uh, like we've always said, the biggest improvements from game one to game two. So you hope that defense. It's made the adjustments, and they're ready to go. Um, Tyson Fumachon was the UMass quarterback. He, I think he wound up beginning his career at Clemson or somewhere like that. Anyway, he wound up transferring out and wound up at UMass. He took, he took UMass straight down the field and on an 89-yard drive and scored, and then he hurt his calf. And he was really limited after that. I think he finally uh, came out of the game, but he couldn't run after that. UMass would have put up a few more yards, maybe a few more points as well. And so I'm just – that's the thing that I'm interested in seeing is how this Auburn defense responds. Yeah, but, but you know, he was a – he's a 
really good athlete at, at quarterback, and so he could run. And, and they, that worried them going into the game was where they could contain him. I uh, don't know a lot about the Cal quarterback, but I think he's more of a passer than a runner. And he's a little hurt, too. Yes. Uh, so we're yes. not quite sure about his status, as a matter of fact. That could be big. It really changes your defense when you got a dual-threat quarterback that can run the football and uh, also throw it. No doubt about it. Uh, up in Manhattan, Kansas, Troy goes to play one of those Power 5 foes. Uh, Kansas State wound up winning the Big 12 uh, last year with an upset over TCU in the Big 12 championship game. Troy's about a 16-17 point uh, underdog in this game. We've seen them be very competitive in games like this and actually get a few. Uh, they handled Stephen F. Austin, but, uh, of course, uh, this is an t- up- uphill battle. It is an uphill battle. Going up there to Manhattan, Kansas, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated, I think, dubbed them a few years ago in an article, the uh, the Power Five Killers. And so they certainly aren't going to back away from this game up there, and they're not going just to, to have a good game or keep it close. Uh, they feel like they can win it. Uh, they're not as strong defensively as they were last year. Uh, they did give up uh, 17 points last week defensively. Then they uh, had a, a pick six and uh, a fumble uh, or a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and then they fumbled a, uh, a punt. So the defense didn't give up all of those points last week to Stephen F. Austin. But uh, certainly on offense, the ground game, uh, Duvall did a great job last week of breaking the record, the single-game record for rushing for Troy. Broke Eddie Brundage's record right. from Houston Academy, but uh, it looked like every time he got the football, he had a chance to take it the distance. And, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna stack the line on him. They're going to make Gunnar Watson have to throw the football a little bit. And uh, I think Gunner's Gunner's up to the task. He's a six-year senior. And uh, he came back for these kind of games, so it's going to be interesting to see. But you're right; it's going to be it's going to be if the defense can stop that uh, Kansas State offense. We're almost ready for third quarter action here, as both teams have uh, gone through their three minute warm up period at the end of the halftime period. What do you make of Clemson and uh, the loss to Duke Monday night? You know, it was just an odd game. I think Clemson's got athletes. And I think they're going to be fine. They just had some freakish plays happen that. Uh, they, they just killed themselves with fumbles and turning the ball over. And uh, so uh, I think anything that can go wrong went wrong last uh, Monday night. Uh, but uh, they've got to turn around quickly. But uh, I don't think they're in bad shape. I think you're probably going to see them. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team, but I think you're going to see them in that uh, ACC championship game by the end of the year. Certainly after the first uh, full weekend there, your favorite to win the league is now Florida State. Maybe right. may been Clemson going in, but certainly Florida State impressive. And uh, Florida State's got Southern Miss this, uh, tomorrow, so they should be able to take care of business just fine there. We're ready for third quarter action. Again, it is all you fall on. The Tigers home standing here lead 42 to nothing, and they get the ball to start the third quarter. We'll see how Darrell Jernigan wants to handle this with uh, the Tigers, and, of course, we'll see how Reggie Melton wants to handle it with the Rams. Ready for the kickoff? All the players have been counted, and we're ready to blow the whistle. We'll blow the play into action. Kick's going to go to about the 20th line drive. Taken on the – well, I say taken. Yes, no, it's fumbled. Who's going to get it? I think you fall winds up falling on it. Trying to get picked up about four times there uh, by the uh, receiver, and he just kept looking up, kept looking up, and when he did, uh, he could not find the handle on the ball, but yeah. it is you fall a ball. Looks a little bit like a grease pig competition out there. Nobody seemed to want it, but yeah, 
he did the same thing that Haley did in the first half. He muffed it, then looked up to see where the defense was and tried to pick it up, looking up, and uh, never could get a handle on it. And luckily, they got it back. I do see. Uh, I believe I see Red Harris back there in the backfield. Wouldn't be surprised if you saw the starters yeah, maybe a I, series or I so. I think he wants to put another touchdown and then pull them. Browning Anderson is still your quarterback, two wide to the left, one to the right. Ball is on the 21-yard line, you follow. It's going to be Reeves. No, it's going to be Anderson keeping. He's not going to be able to get outside. Yeah, nice defensive stop by Headline as they fake the ball to Harris. Anderson tried to get around the side over there, but uh, nice job of containing by that Headland defense. Let's see uh, who I saw there. I think I saw Amarian Jackson. I think I saw him getting out there. Maybe Caden Price was out there too. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Second, and we'll call the 11 from the 20. Anderson dropping back to pass. He's rolling, and he's got some room here. The 25, the 30, the 35, and he's angled out of bounds to about the 37, 38-yard line. That's a first down. Yeah, he did a nice job of bringing it all the way across the field. There was nobody over here defensively to stop him. Nobody stayed home from that defensive end. And then uh, he came down that sideline, and I think that uh, Christopher Griffin, the cornerback, thought he was going to go straight out of bounds, and he didn't. He turned it up that sideline picked up extra yardage. First continue, Paula, at the 37. Just starting the third quarter, it's all you follow. 42 to nothing over Headland. Three wide to the left. Browning throwing. Single coverage here. They're looking for Antron Mitchell again. And he's got it again at the 30-yard line. This is a same situation, Mark, where you just talk about those Headland defensive backs have got to go back and look for the ball. When, when the hands go up with the receiver, you've got to turn around immediately, and they're not doing it. And uh, Anderson's putting the ball up where his receiver can get it at its highest point and bring it back down. But you're right. They're not turning their back, uh, their back, back. They're not turning their head back around at all when the ball's in flight. It's about a 33-yard gain. First and 10, you fall off from the Headland 29. Anderson, high snap. It's going to be Harris. Harris up the middle. Not much. A uh, couple of yards, maybe. That, after the early success, about the first half of the first quarter with Harris, Headland's done a good job of flipping the middle up. Well, they had to come in keying on him. They knew that he had a big game last week, so they had to figure they were going to try to run him. But you're right, they've been able to hem him up after that first drive. Second and eight from the 26-yard line of Headland. Trying to time that snap, and a Headland ram runs right into the backfield, and I think that's going to be an offside. Yeah, that Bastion ram. He got a run and go from uh, from way back there, and I, I think he was just trying to time that snap. And well, obviously... If, if you're, you follow what you need to do, start changing the snap count out. Don't run on the same count twice in a row because they're trying to time it out there. That'll get it to the 23. Second and about uh, a long th- uh, two, I suppose, from the 23-yard line. That middle is plugged in, and Browning, I think, is going to call an audible. Let's see if they run the ball outside. But, uh, well... No time has ticked off the play clock, so I don't know. Is there a stoppage? There is a flag. I think they're going to call this one on you fall. Yeah, I think so. They're going to give the five yards back they just got. Reggie Melton saw something go there on the sideline. Is I think it he an was, equipment violation? Yeah, he was pointing something out. It is a procedure call on you uh, fall. So back that up five, so they'll trade penalties, and then it's back to second and eight from the 27-yard uh, line. 
And we've gone 10 yards without running the play, and we're back where we started. That's right. Here's Browning. He's running for his life. He's just going to throw it up, and it's going to go out of bounds. Good job for him to escape and avoid the, the sack. He almost lost about 15 yards on yeah, that, he but he did. He got it away. It's going to be third and seven. Now we got a penalty flag. Late, late, yeah. late flag. It's going to be on uh, some jawing and sportsmanlike. You fall. Back him up 15. It's going to be third and forever now for you fall. Yeah. And, uh, boy, you know, you know, 42 to nothing, it's almost something you can predict. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't think Jarrell Jernigan's happy at all. No, he called he's timeout. Not. He's about ready to choose he's, somebody. Yeah, he's in somebody's face. That's may seem from out of the game. We don't have a – well, I, I'm a, I don't know, honestly, if we do have running clock or not. I know they did stop it for this timeout. No, we, we did not. We didn't start with one. It is a timeout. You follow. Gerald Jernigan's going to – he's going to replace the young man that the, that the flag was on. And um, Yeah, he, and that's the thing to do. He yeah. gets attention. Yeah. And that's the last thing Gerald, Gerald Jernigan wanted. He wanted to come out and play a clean drive and just take it down there and score, and now they're flopping around a little bit here with penalties. The few times you fall has been behind the chains – in this game, you've seen instead of that long fly route that has worked so well, you've seen them uh, cut off that route and run a stop or, or just a, a little bit of a stop, and it's been wide open. So we'll see what uh, they try to do here. And you would expect with Jarrell Jernigan being a wide receiver, he has a pretty complex offense with some routes in it. So Jarrell Jernigan made his point. On uh, on that uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and and uh, put the young man on the bench that committed it. Now it's third and about 25. Well, I like to see the discipline by the head coach. Yeah, definitely. Now they're going to call the two teams together, and I think that's a good good call from the official. And going to say, look, the score is what the score is, but you don't think about that, and you don't let's not have any jaw in here, and let's play a clean second half. Well, the officials do that, and then they're going to say they're to them now, if we have anything, you're not getting the benefit of the doubt, we're throwing the flag. Yep. So the, I think we're ready for action. Now. The snap's been high every time just about on this drive from the center to the quarterback. Two deep safeties for Headland on this third and 25. This is going to be a, a little pass up the middle, and it was tipped and almost still into the hands of the receiver. He had him. Yeah, it was uh, Kiviante Pugh over the middle, and it was just tipped, but it still went into Pugh's hands, and he could not haul it in. And now we have a ram down in the uh, Ufala backfield, and he will be tended to. This may be Ufala's first punt of the night. I think it will be. Can't tell um, who is down, but he is back to his feet. Maybe it was just a cramp. That's Ashton Graham, and he's walking off under his own power. Hopefully just fine. Maybe just caught a quick cramp there. So I I think it will be a punt. As uh, There's nobody on the field. <laughs> not, not a soul. They're calling them out. They're going to start the play clock. They need to start the play clock. I think they're going to run a play here. I no, I think Brad, Anderson may be your punt. Anderson is back to punt. Well, they may fake it, but he's, he's the punter. Now, Jackson Williams is back to receive at about the 10-yard line. Oh, 
Odd possession there, but uh, Browning does punt it. Going to angle and go inside the 10, and that's where it will be down right at about the 10-yard line. And that is where Headland will take over here. 9-15 left to go in the third quarter. 42 to nothing. You fall. Yeah, you fall had 20 yards and penalties that killed that drive. Yeah. And uh, Coach Jernigan can't be happy about that. I imagine you'll see that first team I'm offense say back that out again. Probably earn them at one more possession. Now, if you're Headland, you got to take advantage of this and just. Uh, Run some plays, pick up some first downs, and see what you get. Yeah, we'll see how much uh, how much bigger the uh, the Rams come out with here uh, in the second half, trying to make something of this uh, of these possessions here, and see what you can take into the next game with you. Yeah. Battles at quarterback. Dozier is uh, the lone receiver to the left. Here's Bowell. He's going to hand off to Davis. Davis is going to get caught in the backfield. He's going to try to fight back to the line of scrimmage, but it looks like he lost the yard. Yeah, that was a slow development play as uh, he was going east and west, and he needed to get it north and south as soon as he could. Injury on the play. He probably got a young man with the cramps. They'll stop to uh, get that cramp loose, and it looks like it is. He's able to get to his speed anyway. Well, he thought he was anyway, but once you put that Wait on it. Yeah, he's going to hop off. That's Elliot Clayton, the linebacker. Well, if you're, if you're going to have a full break on all of those, Mark, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah, we are. They have let the two teams go to the sidelines, and uh, now they're trying to get them back. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Did they just completely leave the field both both times? Second and 11 from the nine-yard line. Now Jackson Williams is your quarterback. Williams takes a snap, drops straight back, throws, caught at the 18. He'll be tackled right there. He's going to be about two yards short of the first down to bring up third and short. Yeah, they were playing way off of him as uh, that was uh, Peyton Sanders as he came out and just did a uh, dig route and turned around. Good hands for Sanders. Hauled that in. Took a lick and held on to the ball. Third and two from the 18. Jacqueline, you got a big... Uh, Tempted to just muscle it up in here and try to run, especially Jack yeah. Williams in there. I'd be surprised if he called his own number here. He drops back. Nope, he's going to throw it. It's caught. It's caught for a first down to 25, maybe the 26-yard line. That is going to be Eaton Guard, I believe. Guard, yeah. Good. A quick pass uh, yeah. out there, picks up the first down. Yeah, nice little arm there for, for Jackson to hit guard in the hands and keeps the drive alive for Headland. Foul back in at quarterback. Well, he came in the yeah. game, but he's not going to play quarterback. He's going wide right is Battle. Here's Williams. He's going to drop straight back. He's going to run to the 25, to the 30, to the 35, first down to the 40, 41-yard line. Yeah, give him about 15, 16 yards. Goes Jackson Williams. That's an all-in-one salon yeah. first down. I think that's a design run, too. They run the receivers deep and spread the field out, let him pick his hole and go. He did a nice job of picking up the first down. First and 10 from the Ram 41. 
Headland with a little bit of life here on this possession. You know, if you're Headland, you want to win the second half. Just try to outscore them in the second half. No doubt. That would be the goal. Dozier and McKenzie both on the right side. Two wide receivers to the left. Williams takes the snap, drops straight back. He looks to, looks to Dozier's side, can't see him. He's going to try to run now. He's going to be hauled down. They're going to call him dead at the 40. As uh, He tried to get away at the last minute, but they were saying he's already down. Pursuing and getting credit for the sack was number nine for you, Paul. We don't have that number on the roster. Yeah, that's a dangerous play to try to throw it like he did. Yeah. Second and 11 now from the 40. Dozier will trot out now as Will McKenzie, I believe. They're taking their time. Almost to the halfway point of the third quarter. Still 42 to nothing. You fall. Going to be a handoff up the middle to Reeves. Reeves tries to cut it outside, now tries to cut it back in. He'll fall forward. He'll get about five yards there. Good hard running. Just did a nice job of cutting it up. He was trying to get outside. You fall, bounced him back in, and uh, he was able to drag a tackler with him to pick up four yards. Game's brought to you in part by Hyundai of Dothan Home of the Lifetime Warranty and Cash and Dash. Lance, they're keeping Bowell out there receiver. I'm wondering if they're looking to set up a double pass. Yeah, that's going to be the heat timeout. I'll tell you what, let's take it with them. One minute break. You fall 42, headland up, and we'll be back right after this. You know, I once said the all-in-one salon ladies are kind of like fairy godmothers, and they are. But let's talk about how they're angels, too. When you see the same person for your hair over time, you get to know them. They get to know you, and they're with you in the good times and the not-so-good times. The all-in-one salon stylists are heaven-sent angels in disguise, and they're ready to be your salon. All-in-one salon, Highway 84 East in Cowards Crossing. Call and make an appointment today, 334-699-7809. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We offer Wing Wednesdays, 50-cent wings with nine different sauces. Sign in only, y'all. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. We'll see you soon. Welcome back midway through the third quarter here at Ufall. The Tigers all over Headland, 42 to nothing. But Headland putting a couple of first downs together on this drive. Have a third and about six, uh, long six from the Headland 45. Yeah, but Headland's done a nice job of showing some life and fight here in the second half. It's tough to do when you're down 42 to nothing. It's very true. These uh, heat breaks are mandatory for Alabama High School Athletic Association games. and You take them as close as you can to the middle of each quarter, and they are taking them, and now they're getting ready to start action back here in the third quarters. We have had a couple of players come up with cramps here in the third quarter. I think if you're a headland, think two downs here, one on. Yeah, might as well. Dozier uh, wide right. 
Here's Williams with uh, Jaden Craig in motion. It's going to be Craig around the end. He's got the corner, cuts it up. He's got a first down. He's going to go down to the you follow 45-yard line. That'll be an all-in-one salon first down for the Rams. Yeah, nice jet sweep as he got to that corner and turned it up, got the first down. It was almost a horse collar tackle by Ufall as they got him by the back of the helmet. All-in-one salon, Broad Street Cowards for great service and fantastic results. Give them a call, 699-7809. Staying with Williams, at quarterback, from the Ufall 45. Five minutes here. As Jackson throws over the middle, it's caught to about the 40, gain of about five. Is that Hayden Guard again? I believe so, yes. So, yes. Good catch again. Yeah. In traffic. Knows he's going to take a lick, catches the ball, holds on to it. Just a stick right where he goes and turns around. Picks up five good yards. I'm impressed with Williams. Vision out there in the field, throwing the football as he's seen his receivers and getting yeah. to him on time. Yeah, he's he's on on target with these throws. There's uh, two wide to the right here, but three guys covering him. It's just uh, not a lot of room out there. We'll see what Williams does. He's scrambling for his life now. Is what he's doing. He's going to run. He's got room. He's to the 35. He's got a first down inside the 35 to about the 33. Good good uh, run there by Jackson Williams. Yeah, doing a nice job of keeping the play alive with his feet. Turns it up and gets north and south and picks up the first down. Well, let's see. I'm going to say it's short. Looks like uh, he steps beyond the 35, but the officials are saying that he stepped out at the 35, which spots it about a smidge short of the first down. Well, it's caught third and short. You're getting beat 42 to nothing. You're saying, hey, Mr. Official, can't you just give me that? Amen, brother. Three wide to the right. They're trying to stretch this field out as much as they can. Here's Williams. He's going to drop straight back. He's going to scramble again. There's a hole that's going to be a uh, – it's going to come back as uh, Williams tried to throw it away, and they're going to call a late hit on the quarterback as well. So you're going to have a hold and a late hit. I think these penalties are going to offset. There's three flags down there. Uh, they make it in for ground, and you can't throw it away in high school. There's going to be a lot of discussion to be had on this play. A um, couple of guys were getting in on, on Jackson Williams. It looks like one of them was held. So Williams scrambled to his left, and he was heading toward the out-of-bounds when he just tossed the ball out-of-bounds forward, and then he took a lick. So they threw that. And let's see what uh, – is all going to shake out here. So it's a live play penalty and a dead ball penalty, so you're going to step them both off. They are going to step off the uh, what appears to be uh, intentional grounding. I'm sorry, a, a late hit penalty. Uh, and then the holding penalty against... Uh, Don't they have to step that back on the holding penalty? I, no, there's... Yeah, they, they should have to step that back, but they're not. Oh, no, I take that back when all said and done... It is third and short still. Okay. And now there's confusion. Now there's stoppage. Now they're ready to blow it in. I'm not sure what happened there. They don't want to fly. They just blew the whistle. Third is Smidge still after all that. Here's Jackson Williams, the quarterback. Hands it off to Reeves, and Reeves does not get back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose 
about two and a half yards. That's going from third and an inch to fourth and a long two. Yeah, they just tried to run it up tough in there, and uh, you probably did a nice job of penetration, caught him in the backfield. He had no chance of picking that first down up. 3.44 um, and counting here in the third quarter. Again, that's all you follow, 42 to nothing. Yeah, you go for it here. If Andy Reid can go fourth down and 25 with the game still in doubt, you can go for it fourth down and three when you're getting deep. And nothing. almost converted. <laughs> And now there's going to be a timeout here. Reggie Melton's going to take it. He wants to really get – he wants to get a a play. He wants to get this team some confidence and get a score here, and I don't blame him. So they're going to try to make sure they they run the best play possible here in this fourth and short. It may be one of their better opportunities to score. Well, yeah, and this may be the last drive they really have too because you may see a continuous clock in that fourth quarter. You would think so. I thought we were going to see that in the – the uh, whole entire second half, but they have uh, run it conventionally here in the second and the third quarter. I'm assuming that Headland decided not to consent to it. Only had two possessions in this third quarter. Yeah, we're uh, almost nine minutes in. You don't typically see that in high school no, you football. Don't. Especially as much as we've been stopping the clock here in the third quarter. All right, fourth, and we'll call it three from the 37-yard line. They need to get inside the 35 for a first down. It's a tight formation. Jackson Williams. He's going to drop straight back. He's going to throw. It's going to be caught. It's Falwell. Nobody saw that one coming. He's going to get a first down at about the 32-yard line. The Falwell was lined up just behind the uh, guard or the tackle out there. That two guys side by side. He was one of them. He was the outside man, and uh, he just went out in the flat and turned around and caught it. You think uh, if you line the quarterback up as a wide receiver, you're just using him as a decoy, but they threw to him That's and right. it resulted in a first down. Ball's at the 33-yard line of Ufala. First and 10, fresh set of down. Well-designed play. Still some confusion here on this Ufala defense. They've got Dozier. Nobody is guarding him. He's caught it at the 10. He breaks a tackle. He's going to fall into the end zone. Touchdown. How in the world? The one guy. How do you not know where he is? You're right. He was all alone out there. That'll be a 33-yard touchdown from Jackson Williams to Caleb Dozier, and that will get the Headland Rams on the board. That is Melissa Elmore State Farm Insurance touchdown. He was the far receiver. He usually lines up in that slot, but they put him all the way out on this near sideline, and nobody from you follow went out there with him. Williams looked up, and the only thing he had to do was make sure he got it close to him so he could pull it in and take it into the end zone. That's exactly right. They're going to go for two. They'll spread it out with Williams there in the shotgun. He's going to throw it, and it's going to be out of the end zone and uh, no good. And the uh, player trying to catch the ball for Ufala almost went out completely out of the stadium. Yeah, he did. Opened up the fence and fell out. Uh, he's all right. All right. With 3.05 left to go in the third quarter, Headland on the board, 42 to 6, you follow. We'll be back in one minute right after this. Life is full of things that are just better. 
not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Nice doggy. Nice. Oh, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. Here at Hyundai of Dothan, now is the best time to own your new vehicle. The inventory is back and the selection is growing. And the incentives are back too. For a limited time only, rates as low as 0% APR on new Santa Fe's and Tucson's with approved credit. Don't forget, we're the home of the lifetime warranty. So before you buy, give Hyundai a Dothan a try. Headland getting ready to kick off after his first score of the game. It's a little pooch kick. It's going to hit a hit a, a tiger, and it's going to have to be falling on back there at the 27-yard line. That's where you follow will begin. This I don't today. know if it was the kicker, but he went down, and I don't think he meant to do that, but he's down on the ground over here on the 45-yard line. Yeah, it appears that he may have missed his stride, and I don't know if he caught a cramp as he was kicking or if he just missed his stride and may have actually oh, hurt his foot. It looks like he's writhing in pain out there. But, yeah, I don't think he meant to do that. <clears throat> that style of kick. It doesn't, at least not yet, it doesn't look like they're trying to stretch a cramp out. It looks like they're trying to see if, uh, if there is anything uh, with that right, uh, excuse me, left foot. That's what they're looking at. And it looks like he is in quite a bit of pain. Almost like he pulled an Achilles tendon or something like that. <clears throat> nice, just pushing out at it. But he merely went to the ground after he hit the uh, ball with his foot. He did. All right, he's back up. See if he can put any weight on that foot. You know, Lance, they've not been kicking extra points tonight or last week. I'm wondering if he was already hurt in some way. Yep, he is. Uh, and he's aggravated some. He's getting some help off the field there. He's not putting any weight on that right foot. So uh, they'll look at him on the sidelines, and hopefully the young man will be all right. It's you fall ball. First and 10 on the 28-yard line. It's on 28. Looks like we got some substitutions in now for the Tigers. It's going to be handoff up the middle. It's going to go nowhere. Good pursuit there for Headland. No gain there on the play. Running back there for Eufaula uh, is uh, a Torian Slaughter. I'm sure that is uh, probably the brother of Aurelius. You can't tell the number of the quarterback. Those jerseys are bunched up. It's hard to see what the number They are. are. Maybe Tony Coleman, number 10, but it's either 10 or 18, I think. That'll bring up second, and we'll call it a loss of yard, so second and 11 from the 27. 220 and counting here in the third quarter, 42 to 6. You follow. Same play. No, actually, it's going to be a quarterback here, and Jerry Grant says, thank you very much. I will tackle you in the backfield for a loss of about eight yards. Well, that was a straight option. He pulled it. He rode the fullback up in there, and then he went out to his right, and he had a trailing back. He was going to run an option on him. Good assignment of football there by yeah. Jerry Grant. Stayed at home. That's going to be a loss of, we'll call it, 
seven yards, third and 18 from the 21. This is going to be a pass. It's going to be intercepted. It's intercepted to 23. There'll be a haul down right there, but that ball caught. Let's see if we Ashton can see. Graham, I think he's going to pick it off. Looks like, uh, looks like that's the case as he comes off the field there, and that will give Hedlund the ball in Eufaula territory. Looking to put another score up here late in the third quarter. Big turnover, big play by Hedlund as they're coming out here and taking it through Eufaula in the second half. That's right. Ball's resting on the 23-yard line. That's where Hedlund will have the ball. You follow kind of walking out to the defensive. Again, stand. some assignment question marks here as they finally, I think, have everybody covered that they're supposed to. Here's Williams. Williams is going to throw. It's caught by Dozier at the 18. He'll go down right there. So get him about five yards, Caleb Dozier. It's just a little button hook. He went down there, turned around, and got the ball thrown to him. Second and five from the 18. I think they'll give it to him in front of him. They don't want him to get deep so he can get the jump ball. Play coming in from the sidelines. As Williams. Williams may be trotting out there a little bit gingerly. We saw him trot out uh, gingerly in the first half. But so far, he's, he's played pretty well at that quarterback position. Marcus Reeves next to him in the backfield. Dozier to the right. Jaden Craig in motion. It's going to be an in around. He bobbles it, but he's caught it. And that's going to cause some timing issues and a flag as well. It's going to be a loss of about five yards. Let's see the flag. Yeah, that was a big hit back there. Uh, you're right. He bobbles it and threw the timing off. It's going to be a hold on headline. So do you take the flag or do you just take the play? It's a loss of five. Yeah, I think you back him up. They will march it off. It'll stay second down. So it'll be now second and about 13 or 14 from the 27-yard line of Eufaula. Williams takes this there with some pre-snap movement. That's going to back it up a little bit more. Yeah. He had the slot man to the left move before the snap. So back it up to about the 32-yard line. A lot they're going to fake that jet sweep on that play, and I'm yeah. uh, not sure what Williams is going to do with it, but he's going to fake the toss. Thirty-four seconds left here in the third quarter. Forty-two to six. You, uh, you follow all the points uh, in the first half for the Tigers. Headland has put up a score here in the third quarter. Trying to do it again, but they're going backwards right now. Second and about nineteen from the. 32-yard line. Motion. It's Craig. They're fake that. Williams is going to throw to Dozier. Dozier trying to fight for the ball. It's going to be intercepted in the end zone. He's going to try to run it back to the 10, to the 15, to the 23-yard line. There's a flag. Or is that a shoot? I think it's a flag. flag. It's a flag. We'll see if that was – we'll see who it's on. We'll see if it was before the interception or after. There's some discussion to be had here. But that ball was uh, picked off in the end zone. May have been a blindside block. Like the uh, questionable call, though, they're to bring it out yeah. the end zone after you intercept it like that. True. There's a uh, illegal block in the back 
on Ufala. So it looks like that's a post-possession penalty. They will mark it off against Ufala, but it will be Ufala ball. Yeah, I'm not sure where Williams was throwing that ball to. He threw it yeah, way inside. It was nowhere near where Dozier was. That's the one you try to throw to the corner of the end zone where Dozier is the only one that can catch it. I don't know if he thought that uh, Dozier is going to want to slant back into the to the post, but uh, he stayed outside. Them mark that penalty off now. Big penalty. Yeah, it's going to put it all the way back to the 13-yard line. This should be the last play of the third quarter. Browning Anderson, your starting quarterback, you fall out of the game here in the second half. He played the first possession. That's been it. Here's a uh, handoff up the middle, and it is smothered. It's going to be a loss of about three yards. That's three Headland Rams uh, joining there on the tackle. Kendrill Corbett, Ashton Graham, Sean Davis all back there. That's how the third quarter will end. They'll go all the way to the other end of the field. You follow Leeds Headland 42 to 6. We'll be back with fourth quarter action right here after this one minute break on the ball. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local seafood and grill on the square in Headland. Think about your home. What do you see? Do you see just two stories or the stories of your toddler's first steps? Now, think about your car. Do you see an odometer reading or your kids reading in the back seat? Other insurance companies just see a house. They just see a car. But a State Farm agent sees what your home and your car really mean to you. So why not give them the protection they deserve? Go see Melissa Elmore, your good neighbor State Farm agent in Headland, 785-5590. Welcome back. We're getting ready to start the fourth quarter here in Ufala. The Ufala Tigers lead 42 to 6, 42 to nothing at the half. Headland did put a touchdown on the board in the third quarter. A Caleb Dozier touchdown reception. And now Ufala with the ball uh, deep in its own territory after an interception in the end zone. Lansing scoring update. Central is leading Enterprise 34 to 7, so they put another touchdown on them. Auburn and Dothan have still got Auburn at 14 to 7 in the third. And Providence Christians, who has found some offense tonight, they're all over New Boston, 38 to 7 over at New Boston. Got Wicksburg 22, Zion Chapel 14 in the third quarter as well. Of course, Elba handling Houston County 42 to 8. Highland Home 14, Goshen. I think that's an early score, though. I'm not sure what that is now, but that's a battle of ranked teams. Second and about 13 from the 10 yard line for Ufala. Backup quarterback in there. Looks like he's making a check at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a pass. It's going to be incomplete. They tried to run a screen, and it falls incomplete, and there's some extracurricular activity. Hopefully no flags. And they're still running a a regular clock here in the fourth. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you're right. He tried to do a little screen pass, tried to leak back out there, but uh, just missed him. When you put the backups in, you have some timing issues on these plays. Third and about 13 from the 10. It's your quarterback, oh. Tony Coleman, and he's going to get sacked. He's going to get sacked back at the six-yard line. That 
That is Lewis misapply quarterback sack. Yeah, he came off that end. Nobody touched him. Yeah. He came from the secondary. He timed it up right then because when he got back there, the quarterback had just got the ball. All right, so it should be good posi- uh, field position for Headland after this punt. They'll put the punt team in. Browning Anderson, even though he hasn't played a quarterback after since the first possession of the third quarter, he is your punter. Plenty of time to get this punt off. There's no reason for them to snap it for the next 20 seconds or so, but they probably will. Yep. And it's a line drive. It's going to kick at the 35. It's going to take a little bit of a fall of bounce and go to the 47-yard line of Headland. That is where the Rams will take over here in the fourth quarter, 10.52 left. Again, it's all Eufaula, but Headland showing signs of life here in the second I, half. I think they're going to mark it up because they're going to say that a Eufaula player touched it as it was rolling. So take about five yards of that roll away, and they'll give the ball, uh, they'll mark it at the 42-yard line of Eufaula. Fresh set of players in here for Eufaula. Some clean jerseys and Understandable here with a comfortable lead in the fourth quarter. Jackson Williams stays in at quarterback. Looks like that may be Julian Riley next to him. He's going to drop back, look to throw. He's going to throw long. He's got a wide receiver open, but unfortunately just a little bit overthrown as Dozier was open. And Riley, I'm sorry, Williams just uh, overthrew him. He showed a good arm, though. Yeah, you got to get a little more hair under that one, but Dozier got that back there quick, so uh, he made about run his uh, arm strength. Well designed play, though. They had him. They had him, yeah, down the right sideline. He was open. He would have waltzed into the end zone. Instead, it's second and 10 from the Ufala 42. I think they're going to give Dozier a break there. This time, Williams will take the snap. He'll drop straight back. He's got time. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to cut back. He's going to make one man miss in the backfield, and now he's going to launch it. It's going to be caught as a 33. That's Riley to the 20, to the 15. He gets outside, and he's going to go into the end zone. Julian Riley will score from 42 yards out on the pass from Jackson Williams, and the Rams have put another score on the board. That was all Jackson Williams. as He ran around just long enough. They get a receiver open. He came crossing over the middle and uh, got it to him, and he got to the sideline, and it was Katie Barr at the door. You know, they've shut out. You fall in the second half, and they've scored 12 points so far, pending this extra point, or go for two. Looks like they will go for two. Again, having trouble finding Dozier as they finally get over and cover him. Uh, Williams looking to run now. He's going to try to get in there, and he does easily. Easily. So, back on uh, another two points as Williams gets in. That makes it 42-14 to 14 early in the fourth quarter as uh, the Rams again putting another score in. We'll take a one-minute break, come back with more fourth quarter action right here on the ball. Here at Hyundai of Dothan, now is the best time to own your new vehicle. The inventory is back and the selection is growing. And the incentives are back too. 
For a limited time only, rates as low as 0% APR on new Santa Fe's and Tucson's with approved credit. Don't forget, we're the home of the lifetime warranty. So before you buy, give Hyundai and Dothan a try. I'm Taylor Gibson with the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. Are you craving seafood? You like fresh shrimp? We offer it grilled, fried, or blackened. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. We'll see you soon. Safe on touchdown. It's a 42-yard touchdown reception by Julian Riley, and that uh, makes it 42-14 here in the fourth quarter. And there's a stoppage in play as uh, they have. Uh, I think you uh, fall and they have called a timeout on the kickoff before anybody has kicked it. Well, they had to get. A, I think they got a new kicker out there because the man got hurt earlier. So maybe the, just trying to figure out what he's going to do. The Tigers uh, went back to the sideline, and Reggie Melton said, well, okay, guys, uh, y'all come to the sideline as well. Not a lot to talk about here. You kind of kick the ball forward and go tackle the guy with the ball, but we'll, we'll find something to talk about. Good to see Headland come out and, and have some yeah. success here in the in the second half. and They're um, – their goals are, are still to uh, to host a playoff game. I know they'd love to win the region, but now, of course, they'll be behind the eight ball with this region loss. But um, still a lot of football left to be played. Well, you got to say that Charles Henderson and Ufala are the, the, the two teams to beat now. I think uh, Ufala is going to guard against the onside kick now as they have a whole bunch of players fairly close to the, to the line there. But it's, it is. It's going to be a squib, and it's going to be fielded at the 37-yard line and falling on right there. So that's where you follow will take over. I think Christopher Turner is the kicker now. Checking to see after the couple of headland scores if we saw Browning Anderson come back in there for Ufala. I don't think I'm. No, I think I think the stars are done. Well, yeah, he is too. Is he back there? He's yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, we've got red hairs, and we got another timeout. This one's on Headland. I think they were surprised to see Browning back out there with hair. Yeah, because uh, Headland had put their backups in for the most part, <laughs> and they saw the starters out there for Yafal, and Coach Melton was like, "No, we're not gonna we're not gonna give up an easy score here." This so. ain't gonna work. So the game's been shipped back and forth between the two coaches. Indeed. I think Coach Jernigan just wants to get that uh, bad taste out of the player's mouth in the second half of not being able to uh, put a drive together. Absolutely. And you're right, if you're Helen, you don't want to give him a touchdown. I think he wants, even though 42-14 to 14 sounds very convincing, I think uh, when people – grab the paper or look online and take a look at the score without having seen the game, I think they want to know that it was a, a very decisive win for Ufala. So they'll put the starters back out there. First and 10, Ufala from the 36-yard line. 
Browning Anderson, Red Harris. Red Harris, no, it's Anderson. Anderson keeps it, and he had a receiver open in midfield and short-armed it, and it'll fall incomplete. That uh, was Antron Mitchell again, and uh, he was there, and he, yeah. if he could have shook one tackle, he'd still be running, but an incomplete pass, second and ten. Yeah, he was rolling to his right, and he tried to throw across his body a little bit back toward the middle and uh, just didn't get enough on it. That's what happens when you throw with all arm and can't get your body around on it. And it's your first action in about 35 minutes. That too. (laughs) Anderson scrambling now, looking for a receiver. He's going to keep it, and he's got a lot of room to the 45, and he slides short of the first down. It'll be uh, third and about uh, two. Yeah, no sense in taking a hit if you don't have to. We'll call it third and one as they mark it between the 45 and the 46-yard line. Here's Anderson. Tried to get Headland to jump off with with a clap of the hands. It didn't happen. Now he'll call the play with about 10 seconds left on the play clock. It's going to be Red Harris. He's got the middle. He's got room inside Headland territory to about the 48-yard line. Be a first down, you call it. He's got fresh legs. He's been sitting on the sideline for a while. Indeed. They'll wind the clock. His play clock will uh, wind down under 30 seconds. And the game clock, 9 minutes and 17 seconds. You follow leads 42 to 14. Anderson takes the snap. Hands off to Harris. He's met in the backfield. That's going to be a loss of about two yards. And guess who? Jerry Grant. He has been a nice play. Yeah, he's just been in the backfield all night long. Nobody has been able to block him. Still hustling out there. It's good to see. You betcha. What uh, what they want to do here? They've had success throwing at Dantron Mitchell tonight. They're shading over a little bit to his side right now. As we're down to 13 seconds on the play clock, and they'll break the huddle. Six seconds as they're still getting ready to line up. Will they get this play off or not? Three seconds, two seconds, just in time. It's going to be Harris up the middle to the 45, to the 40, to the 39. He'll be about. Two and a half, three yards short of the first down. It'll be third and short. Yeah, they look like if they had him contained over there, he started to his left, then he bent it back in the middle and uh, came out on this near side. Call it third and about three. They're going to let this play clock go all the way down, bleed it as much as they can. They'll break the huddle with 20 left on the play clock and 7.38 left on the game clock. Be surprised if we don't see Anderson again. We do. And he tried to step outside, and that was a mistake because he'll lose a yard thanks to that. Uh, he had gained a yard and then stepped back, got tackled, and that'll make it fourth and three from the 40. Uh, do you go for it? Does that kind of add insult to injury? I think you go for it. Auburn and Dothan are tied up 14 all in the fourth quarter. Great game there at Rip Hughes. 
Fourth and three. Let's see if uh, Anderson wants to put this in the air. Let's the play clock go down. It's going to be Harris. He's going to fight for the first down to about the 35-yard line. Just an inside handoff, and it worked. And a, a little extracurricular activity again. Let's see. That's going to be a – well, you fall it's clapping. They usually means it's going to be on the other team. Let's see. He did a nice job of finding the crease to get up in there. He was trying to get outside all the way to the corner, but uh, saw some running room up in the middle. Well, it's going to be against Headland as they're going to mark it dead off. Dead ball and sportsmanlike conduct there. And, again, 42 to 14, six minutes left to go in the game. You just got to – Swallow that. No, I don't mean swallow the whistle. I mean you just got to swallow your mouth there and, and not not let anything come out there that shouldn't have it. That'll give the ball uh, get the ball the way down to the headland twenty one. First and ten. You follow. It's going to be Browning over the middle to Mitchell. Mitchell into the end zone. Touchdown. Good slant route. Good yeah, pitch and catch. Antoine Mitchell. That will uh, beat the score that Jarrell Jernigan was looking to punch in. 48-14, pending the extra point. Yeah, he faked the hand off to Harris and just squared up and threw it. Nice route, slant right there to the post and uh, picks up the touchdown. They'll swing that gate. I guess they'll swing that gate, and they will. Get ready to kick this extra point. It's up. It's good. Just about midway through the fourth quarter, 49-14. You follow leads. We'll be back with more action in one minute right after this. You know, I once said the all-in-one salon ladies are kind of like fairy godmothers, and they are. But let's talk about how they're angels, too. When you see the same person for your hair over time, you get to know them. They get to know you, and they're with you in the good times and the not-so-good times. The all-in-one salon stylists are heaven-sent angels in disguise, and they're ready to be your salon. All-in-one salon, Highway 84 East in Cowards Crossing. Call and make an appointment today, 334-699-7809. Hey, I'm Taylor Gibson with the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. Come see us every Wednesday through Sunday for fresh seafood, chicken, burgers, wings, salads, and lots of other tasty choices. We have ice-cold bottle and draft beer and have a strawberry mango cocktail. And you have to try our local favorite, grouper or shrimp tacos. Dine in and we offer takeout. And remember, we'll be open late for those high school football games. Find us on Facebook, the local Seafood and Grill on the Square in Headland. your day with Krispy Kreme. They're a proud sponsor of local high school football and Troy University football. August 25th through the 31st, try their doggy donuts. And August 7th all the way through November 3rd, they have pumpkin spice, cake donuts, and lattes. Be sure to grab cinnamon rolls made in-house on Sundays. Save time when you order through the app, so download it today and start earning free treats. And become a friend on KrispyKreme.com to stay in the know. Now that they've had the heat break, we have had a few cramps here. 
in the third quarter, but not not too much. And now we'll see. I'm sure Hedlund would love to punch one more score in here in the yeah. fourth quarter. And they'll probably have an opportunity to do it. I'm sure you'll see the reserves for you, Paula. Ready for the kick. High pooch, just like we've seen most of the time. It's going to be caught at the 21 by Sconyers. Sconyers will get to about the 26, 27, and that'll be it. Got a player down for you, Paula. Yeah, looks like Ramp. Hope that's it. They'll tend to him. Looks like that may be what they're. Yeah, I think so. They're try to try to loosen that calf up, and hopefully that's what it is. Yep. So, you know, I don't know if it's changed, but. When you caught a cramp back in the day uh, during the game, your players would just stretch your calf out uh, before right. the before the trainers got out there. They had just they'd go ahead and stretch that out and try to loosen that calf up. And I don't know if they're not allowed to do that anymore. I just haven't seen that at all. Yeah, I think they want to be cautious as they want to make sure that uh, rehab folks get out there and look at them. Yep, yep. So it'll be uh, first and ten, Hedlund at twenty-seven, six thirty. Left to go here in the fourth quarter, 49-14, you fall. He's got a, got a backup quarterback here for Headland. He's scrambling to his right. He's going to throw the ball up back, back over the middle. That's the kiss yeah, of death. That's, that's going to be interception. Yeah. 35-yard line uh, on that interception for you fall. That'll give you fall the ball. Yeah, that's one of those things that, that he'll learn. That's Ashton yeah. Trammell. Uh, young fella, and he'll learn. That's that's why you get in games like that, so you can so you can learn. But that'll give you follow the ball back with 6:11 left now here in the game. Ball's resting on the Headland 34, and now we do have the reserves for both teams in there now. Yeah. The clock's not running. Handoff up the middle. Good gain there to about the 20 yard line. That'll be a first down. I didn't quite think. Uh, is that a number 33? What? Like a 30, yeah. yeah, we don't have a 33 on the roster. There's several that we don't have on the roster. But it is a first down for you fall at the 20. Run a little tempo here. Yeah, they're acting like they want to put it back in the end zone. Big uh, bruising back goes up the middle for about four or five yards. It'll be second down and six. Well, you got both teams with their second teamers out there. Yeah. So, you know, if it your, happens, it happens. Your quarterback, for you fall is the number 18 that we don't have on the roster right. either. More tempo, extra player on the field for Hedlund. He's actually still on there. They yeah, can call that, and they will. Uh, that, the run is to the 10. There's a flag there, too, and then there's a flag down also for an extra player on the field, so they'll, it'll take them a minute to shake all that out. Two flags on the field, one where the play ended at the 10, and then one for the uh, Maybe a face mask 12 men on the field. 
They're talking about how to how to determine if you penalize both. How do you do that? Maybe two half the distance penalties, or we'll see. All righty. One is an illegal substitution, and one is a face mask. And he's going to Jarrell Jernigan. And he's saying, "Do you want to take one or both, or how do you want to do that?" I think they're going to take the, uh, take the face mask. I think looks like they'll take the face mask. Nope. They'll take the substitution penalty. Nope. Well, they call, they, yeah, they declined the illegal substitution penalty. They'll take the face mask. So it'll be half the distance from the end of the play or five yards. If it was a five-yard face mask, they were right about the ten and a half, and so you would you would penalize the entire five yards. Right. Either way, it's going to turn out to be the same. And that will put the ball between the six and the five-yard line. Clock goes under five minutes here in the fourth quarter. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. And there's a penalty. It might be a hold. It goes into the end zone for a touchdown run, but there's a penalty, and that one may come back. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's definitely a holding call. It is a hold, so wipe out that touchdown, and they'll back it up 10 yards, and it will be first and goal from about the 15. There's a huge press box here at Upal. It's a double-decker press box with several different cubbies. You got uh, you got holes for the visiting coaches, for visiting radio, home radio. But I want to find the one where the uh, where the clock keeper is. Apparently, he's getting a hot dog. I want to know Look, I've got 51 cents and change in my pocket. That's all I got. But I beg of you, do not ever stop this clock again, ever. First and goal from the 15. There's a run to the outside. It'll get to about the six-yard line. Good, hard run. Yeah, back to where they were, yeah, I think. Second and goal from about the six. They're going to run tempo again. Counterplay. It's going to be a quarterback keeper, and he's going to waltz through the end nope. zone. Got a there's on another it. play. It's going to be a hold at the goal line, I yeah. think. I think you're going to wipe this touchdown yeah, off as well. Too. And I think he was already in the end zone when they threw the flag, so it was a late hold. Yeah, he was going to go in untouched. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure if you don't let that just go by, but... Penalty, penalty. Holds a hold, I guess. So it'll be second and goal. They'll back this thing up to about the 11-yard line. We'll call it the 10. The ball is between the 11 and the 10. It's going to be a 30-yard drive from the 6-yard line. It's going to be a four-touchdown drive. It's only going to get you six points. Another run, the 5, to the 3-yard line, maybe the 2, and it'll be third and goal from between the 3 and the 2. Yeah, they can do pretty much what they want to with the defense out there now. If they continue to run tempo, they are. We've been seeing basically the same counterplay, except the quarterback kept it one time. This time, 
it'll be a handoff and it'll be an easy touchdown run. No and, flag. Yeah, this time no flag. We do not have a number 33 on the roster for you, Paula, but it is a touchdown, and that will uh, make it 55, pending the extra point here with 3.30 left to go in the game. Yeah, I think getting it over 50 probably helps Coach Jernigan's feelings a little yeah, bit. I think so. And, again, he's not running it up. I mean, that's second team against second team. That's correct. They'll swing the gate, get ready to kick this extra point. High snap. Browning Anderson brings it down. The extra point is up and good. 56-14, 3.30 left to go in the game. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with what we believe will be the end of the game right here on the ball. Hey, Howard, whether somebody's got it filled with beverages or filled with great snacks for the game, King's is the place to go for refrigerators, right? You know it. We have a bunch. Top freezers, side-by-side, French doors, all kinds of refrigerators. Available in black, white, stainless, and black stainless. Over 60 to choose from. And you won't have to go deep into your wallet because King's has everybody double covered. With great prices and great products. King's Furniture and Appliance. On the Circle Dothan or online at kingsdothan.com. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. 30 left to go in the ball game. Ufala, 56, Headland, 14. Ufala getting ready to kick off. going to be another short kick. It's going to bounce. It's live. It's live. It can go. It's me, anybody. who got it. I think Headland finally got it, I but that is live. It's right. It's, it's anybody's ball once it hits the ground. That's right. Lance, an update from Rip Hughes Stadium. Dothan was taking a 21 to 14 lead in the fourth quarter over Auburn High School. Well, I bet the Rip is going crazy about right now. <laughs> it was military appreciation night there, too. They had a lot of uh, pregame festivities to honor uh, our military. Had a flyover. There was a Chinook uh, scheduled to fly over and some other recognitions as well. Hopefully, uh, Dothan will be able to hold on. First and 10. From the 29, Ashton Trammell back in at quarterback. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to keep it. Not going to get much. He'll be tackled for a loss of about one or so, and it'll bring up second down. Yeah, he avoided one tackle, but they, they had him hemmed up over there. No place to go. Some of these numbers are bunched together. We'll try to call out some guys that may be in the game that don't normally uh, get in the game. I think I see Kingston Williams in there at running back. I think they're going to let the clock run down, too. They're, they're not going to run a play for a few seconds. I think that they're just to not give it back to you, Paul, at all. Is that Casey Knowles, that quarterback, number 16? Uh, let's see. Maybe. 
It's going to be Kingston Williams. He's going to run around right in. He's going to be tackled for about a three or four yard gain. It'll be third and about eight. Yeah, that is Noah's in the game. Let's see Warren Scott in there. Uh, let's see. I see. Uh, well, I see a number sixty, and I don't have a I don't have a name for him. Trevor Floyd. Did you call his name out? I do see Hayes Tyson. He's in there. Starting about eight from the thirty, maybe the thirty-one. Looks like Kingston Williams again up the middle. He's going to make a man miss. He'll get to the 36, 37-yard line. He'll still be a yard or two short of the first down. Why not go for it? A minute and a half left here. Absolutely. Caleb Pruitt in the game. We see him. Looks like Jackson Watson's in there. We see him. Fourth and about two from the 42-yard line of the Rams. As time winds down, we'll be under a minute. 56-14, you follow leads. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to run all the way down, and they're going to they try to drum off sides and can do it. They're going to call a timeout. They they took it all the way down. So there is forty. There's forty six seconds left, and I'm not sure how that works. If they don't get the first down, Mark, it is the clock stop, or will yeah. it? Okay. If they do get the first down, they don't have to run another play, and that will be the ball game. Right. They'll stop it long enough to move the chains, but uh, we should be okay. As soon as the clock runs out here. We will uh, keep it right here, and we'll wrap things up, and we'll we'll award a Lewisville Supply Player of the Game as well. That will we'll take care of that just as soon as this game is over. Next Friday night we'll be covering Ashford High School again, so we look forward to uh, Ashford football next Friday night, seven o'clock. Never gonna punt. All right. Is that Caleb Dozier back there? Can't tell. Nobody for free uh, fall to field this, so it will just be a punt, and it is going to uh, die long about the 22-yard line with 35 seconds left, so just long enough for you fall to take a knee and enjoy this 56-14 win. It was 42 to nothing at halftime. It's a very uh, impressive performance from Jarrell Jernigan and these fall Tigers. They will bring the first team out there for this uh, victory uh, formation, and they will allow the final seconds to tick off. We've got a final from Ripview Stadium, Auburn 28, Dothan 27. But that, that was, was a barn burner, yeah. Wow. Can't wait to uh, see the wrap-up on that one from, uh, from the folks at the Dothan Eagle. They'll take that knee. Final seconds will tick off. Your final score will be Eufaula 56, uh, Headland 14. A couple of candidates for Lewis Supply 
player of the game. We called Jerry Grant's name an awful lot on defense. Certainly Julian Riley had a great night on offense as well. We called his name a good bit. Um, Jackson Williams, he came in at quarterback. Jackson and he, Williams. he kept the plays alive and he did. got him the 14 points. So uh, We don't call a defensive guy's name very much. Let's give it to him. No, why not? Uh, we, we called Jerry Grant's name all night long, and he was in the backfield an awful lot. Your Lewis was quite clear of the game. It's Jerry Grant, and uh, he really did hustle the entire game. So congratulations to him. And, uh, hey, just an impressive performance from this Eufaula team. Now Headland's going to have to regroup and not carry this loss with them into the games ahead because uh, there's a lot of football left to play. You can't lose a game twice. That's you get exactly this behind right. you and you play the next one. No doubt about it. Final score from Eufaula. Eufaula Tigers 56 to Headland Rams 14. For Mark Stewart, I'm Lance Griffin, and for Taj back in the studio. Hope you all have a good night and a great weekend. We'll see you next Friday night for more high school football action right here on the ball.